0: Hello, hello! On today's show, we've got a new segment, The Previews Preview. But Mike will still show us if Matina will continue to dominate or if he is worn out as welcome. And on the horizon, Pat proposes the question, what's better than two hot toys, Pat? Welcome to your favorite live-streaming, whatnoting podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. I, as usual, am your third or fourth favorite podcasting host, Kevin. And I Am Not Alone is an understatement for this show. I am on location in Pennsylvania. So I actually not only have (laughs) the two epically important people to this show on the live stream but then I've got a couple awesome people in person with me as well but first things first Patrick good morning
1: good morning
0: and then of course the better late than never Michael I was gonna out you but you know I don't want you to get doxxed or anything so good morning everyone I'm in in a better mood sorry what'd you say Mike I'm in a better mood now okay good Yeah, you know, when all of us have technical difficulties, it's bad, but it's almost just as bad when just one of us have technical difficulties, and that's only part of the reason we're late. The biggest reason we're late is because of me being in Pennsylvania and not having seen my family for a while. So, Uh, But also, we have virtually in the room uh, my amazing sister, Karen, doing background awesomeness, And she's actually physically in the room I'm in as well. So Karen, if you want to do a sound effect and then just say hello, people can hear you now as well. Whatever you want to do. Could you guys hear the good morning over the clap? Okay. And then last but not least, my wonderful son is in the room as well you want to say, hey, Tyler? Tyler? Hey. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we've got an awesome show here. Got a uh, first-time segment for, or, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: First-time showing of a new segment, the previous preview. So that will uh, make my what Kevin watched very short to possibly non-existent time at least that's what uh, mike and pat are hoping and uh no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding and then uh you know everything else will stay the same except previews previews and we'll see how this goes we may depending on how the previews previews go if we're still on the air at a, by 3 p.m this afternoon maybe we'll have to adjust for the next preview pre- where it'll just be a previews preview show we'll see how it goes but it could work the opposite. We could uh, completely shorten what Kevin Washington previous previews only last thirty minutes. Who knows what's going to happen, right, guys? That's right. Yep. So um, I did want to. Well, actually, let's let's just get into uh, uh, the first, uh, the biggest, most important, what the viewers have been waiting for segment in Cover Combat, right? And then I'll, I'll say the other things I have to say, right? You ready for that, Mike? Sure. Yep. All right, let's do it. All right, awesome. The semi-finals. Hey, what's up, Britt? Glad you're here. Hopefully you voted on uh, Cover Combat and uh, you've got some uh, some covers to root for in our uh, semi-final round of Cover Combat 4 here. What we got, Mike? All right, we are down to
3: the final six covers. Uh, so we'll break it down. We have, um, let's see, two, Francisco Martinez, uh, Bill Sienkiewicz, Todd McFarlane, and a Clayton Crane. So I'm going to get right into it. we got this first matchup. It's
0: pretty exciting. Can I say something first? Absolutely. This is a question for both of you. And Pat, you can go first. Would you have predicted at the beginning of Cover Combat 4... That Matina would have been a dominant force to the end, or was this surprising to you?
1: Uh I would my first instinct is to say it is surprising, but then when I think about the voting pool, maybe it's not so surprising.
0: Gotcha. What did, what do you say, Mike?
3: Yeah,
1: I, I'm
0: not surprised because of how well the uh the
3: kind of the digital art and the real painted look goes
0: basically the same as Patrick <laughs> gotcha okay hey so uh, Britt just uh, said that he uh, commented that he's aka Broton proton he's uh, he's been a big part of the whatnot show hey uh, I guess that's that's one thing I should have said prior to cover combat 4 being uh, put up sorry about this mic but you know what I did this week I you know I hyped up the show that it was gonna be on Thursday but I had it scheduled for Wednesday. So when I went to start the show on Thursday, there was no show because I missed Wednesday. So Broton, I don't know whether you were there Wednesday. Sorry, I didn't make it. Uh, And then the reason I didn't start the show on Thursday anyway is because I was a little underprepared and was gonna rush anyway. So since the show didn't exist, so obviously no one was expecting me. I was like, you know what, I messed up. I can't go back in time and fix what I already missed on Wednesday, so I'll just be more prepared for next Tuesday, so Brotong, again, if you were there Wednesday, I apologize for not making it, it was totally unintentional, if you watched uh, last week's live stream, for anybody who watched it, I said the show was on Thursday, and you could bookmark it now, uh, but then literally the show was actually Wednesday, I totally messed it up, so I apologize for that, so there, I'm done with my interruption, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it gave me a uh, a week off on packing the list. <laughs> that that is that that is a silver lining. Hey, do you see how I'm a delayed again? This is gonna be fun. So All right. we got now we got now we got Pennsylvania internet supporting both me and Karen. So this show should be interesting on top of everything Mike go, Mike's going through. So anyway, Mike, here we go. <laughs> All right. I mean it's probably the 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 most exciting
3: matchup outside of the, uh, the Jello. That's that's book, book. First up, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh versus Hulk three hundred and forty.
0: Yeah, I'm super uh, apprehensive about this one. That's for sure. Super nervous. Well, it was super close. Okay. Um,
3: They have been closer, but this one, uh, the winner got 60% of the vote. Okay. That's not too bad.
0: Yeah. All right. Fingers crossed.
3: Yeah. I think, Kevin, you want Hulk. Yeah. It's been uh, on the Hulk bandwagon. Yep. Yep. You seem nervous.
0: I am. All right. I'm just going to pull
3: the band aid off. Okay. Oh, sweet.
0: It's hulk 340 really. Really? very nice thank god it's it's official again johnny yay i know uh johnny was as distraught as i was in cover combat one that uh incredible hulk 340 was eliminated in the first round i think it was right pat i think so yeah so the fact that this has made it to the finals now is fitting Thank you. Thank you to all the voters for doing the right thing. <laughs> Ty's over here trying to talk some smack. He's saying that's an overrated cover. He's he's couldn't be more wrong.
4: He
0: yeah, he is normal Armalee. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's up next, Mike?
3: Next up, we have Electra 23 from Bill Sienkiewicz versus Spider-Man
0: 2099 number five
3: from Francisco Matino.
0: All right, I'm 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 interested to hear, we haven't had Tyler on the show at all, uh, which Spider-Man 2099 is one of his, his big players. Uh, what do you think of this cover, Tyler? I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome? Yeah. Are you a Matina fan in general anyway, too? It's actually the first time I've heard the name. I don't know the name very well at all. You mean during Cover Combat 4 is the first time yeah. you've heard the name? Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you said the first time you heard the name was today, I'd be especially better. That means you <laughs> no. missed the whole cover. No, comment. no, no. Yeah, you missed all of 2023's shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Well, I like what
2: he's got going on, obviously.
3: Very clean. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I like it. the darkness
0: of it. So uh, okay, obviously you voted for 29 to 9 on this no, one. No, I voted for Electro. That's one's perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Yes, I voted for twenty
0: nine. So I think at the end of the last show, Mike made the statement that I guess we can count on all of us. The three we voted for, for the finals. Did that hold true? Pat, Mike, Pat first.
1: Um, I think I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent following you there, Kevin. So,
0: Kevin. so he, he was like the old school being Incredible Hulk, Elektra, and, um, what's the third one? Oh, Venom, yeah. Venom wasn't old school, It's just those two. Oh no, the way he said it was, we were all voting against Matina. For... Oh
1: yeah, that, you can count on that from me.
0: <laughs> I may have lied. <laughs> yeah, you may have because of something else I threw out in a <laughs> private chat I won't mention here. <laughs> but,
3: uh, dramatic effect that me applied. yeah I I was gonna vote for. Okay. so you want to see the winner here the winner got the winner has 70 percent of the vote oh man that doesn't bode well for electra yeah it is scary <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go and the winner electra versus 2099 yes! oh,
4: oh! get out of here
0: This is awesome. Two old schoolers making it in the finals already. So that's awesome. No,
3: I have to admit, I did vote for Electra there.
0: Awesome. You did the right thing.
3: Obviously it's the winner. I only vote for winners.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: Except for last week. All right, and our final matchup, we have Venom number one from Clayton, uh, Clayton Crane versus Deathstroke 32, Francisco Matina.
0: All right. So I don't have much invested in my how much I care which way this one goes. But ironically enough, I might be the most annoyed if the one I didn't vote for wins on this <laughs> one. <laughs> Just because this is the last annoying cover left. There's an the annoying cover? Yes, look. It looks like a big blob of Jello. It's like you know, oh. worse than it being Jello. This is like what's that? What's that old gelatin that's kind of old school? It's like you know, they put pineapple and stuff in it. That looks like a piece of cherry Jello that's got a pineapple in it or something behind it. That's what that is. That's that's no, pineapple strawberry light. gelatin.
3: I don't think it looks like that at all. Yeah,
2: I
0: I, I don't know if you
3: noticed. That. I may have. You may not have been. Uh, down an accelerator since uh, I did it, but I dug through my collection. I pulled out that Deathstroke, and it's uh-huh. up on the on
0: the shelf. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that yet. I can't wait to see it when I get back, though. You probably won't ever see it again. No, just kidding, just kidding.
2: of uh, what you're saying at all.
0: I think all the viewers might be surprised who I voted for no way well you can go ahead and say it. that's what the uh, hosts are for we can we can expose our votes before it's revealed did you vote for Martino I, over this I, I voted on deathstroke for this oh my, oh my god. god that's shocking mm-hmm. who do who'd have thought we couldn't rely on tyler to vote for venom <laughs> in this round sure.
2: i've been very very in but there I, there's select covers that i love crane for when he does venom carnage yada yada but there's half of it that I'm just not too much a fan of. Wow. And it's what you commented on a previous show that his eyes are always a little too much on top of his head. <laughs> yeah. The eyes get me with, uh, but yeah, cranes are for that.
3: They're
0: biceps. Oh, my God. You did it again. That's, that's perfect. The eyes. That's good. I- I-
3: I- <laughs> good. Why well, voted for gestro?
2: And I, Deathstroke is my number two favorite DC character, so it's not far away from, it's not ri- too ridiculous for me to pick a Deathstroke over Venom because he would be one of the few that I would like more
0: in some cases.
3: All right, well, are you ready to see the winner?
0: No, uh-uh, I'm not. I've got uh, more to me say. Now, this I'm is what I, now.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have this to say about it real quick, okay? and I want to say this to Tyler because obviously he hasn't been watching any shows or listening to the podcast that I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously being a little harsh on this cover. I'm, I'm, you know, just for dramatic effect, but I want to point this out too, that maybe some viewers, listeners aren't aware of when you're holding this book in your hand, you know, the Destro book. Okay. Okay. You're it's going to look different than when you have it on the screen right when you have it like this and when i'm pointing that out to tyler i'm pointing out that my my, my screen is full screen it looks different than when i have it like this wait where is minimize. it minimize
2: yeah why can't i minimize right now
0: okay thanks
2: <laughs> <laughs> i hit escape
0: well the thing that allows me to hit it on the screen the minimize wasn't coming up for some uh, reason anyway I look at these covers minimized most of the time. Yeah. So, that you see how, if that was how you saw it, like all the time, you see how it's a little bit different?
3: It could be. Oh, well, this is a learning experience. You know, don't look at them minimized. Don't look at covers
0: minimized. Yeah. <laughs> but then we'd miss all that critiquing ridiculous dramatic effect content, Mike. It's all a plan, it's all part of the plan. All right. Okay, all right, right, here we go. Let's (laughs) go through
3: this. Let's get to this, right? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, and the winner was 60% 60 of the vote. We have oh, so Francisco Matina wore out his welcome. Sure, did wow
2: how uncle mikey said earlier that he only votes for winners i'm the opposite i voted for every losing cover
0: you didn't <laughs> vote for incredible hulk 340.
3: No. <laughs> no i mean, I really like the other one spawn got 40 percent of the vote he, he got some votes there
0: i'm i'm a little bit shocked though especially since i've got venom boy sitting here behind beside me and uh the other one spawn he didn't vote for venom uh, that it survived, you know. That's a little shocking. Yeah. This is a Venom survival without Tyler vote. Can you imagine? Uh, even that's even
3: crazy. All right. So what we've got, and I don't have to change. I had a, I had a genius idea last night. Okay. Setting these up. I'll just go ahead and make the next frame the matchup: Electra twenty-three versus Venom one versus Hulk three forty. So the way this works is you vote for one. One only.
2: I don't want anybody to misinterpret my opinion on Hulk 340 either. You hate it. I know. I really... I like it a lot. Okay. I just oh, think right. it's... I think I'm overrated. overrated. I don't think it's
3: one of the all-time greatest covers. I think the reason you may feel that way is because you've come into things, you know, 30 years after the covers come out, and there's been a lot of homages to this. and, and Right. It, it's just been... Kind of overused and played out at this I point i think there's a lot
2: of validity in that and i'm also not a fan of early hulk's art style whatsoever i no, think it's hideous hulk you
0: can see him. well this ironically enough isn't hulk early hulk well he's early. gray,
2: ugly hulk in the it's a shadow with
0: the blade but anyway I this
2: is happening i'm just saying that hulk is hideous
0: but what's <laughs> all i'm saying is To Mike, this adds to Mike's point, actually, this is early Hulk to you. This isn't early Hulk though. Hulk was around what 40 years before? No. Yeah. When was Hulk's first appearance? This is like 20 some years. I mean, I
2: know what he looked like when he first started. I've seen the art and he kind of looks like that in the reflection to me.
0: Well, my, yeah, my point is this is, this was fresh. This is fresh Hulk (laughs) to us. You know what I mean? This is when Hulk became something different to us, you know? Mm-hmm. So the people that have been around for a while can really appreciate that, too. You know, It's it's it was a cool, fresh take on Hulk, you know, with yeah. McFarlane.
2: Oh, I only like last 25, 30-year Hulk.
0: You're right. Don't say that. That makes my head me. head. I bet you he would
3: like Dale Keon.
0: <laughs>
3: What's that? I bet you he would prefer Dale Keogh. Yeah. yeah. It's just more slick
0: yeah yeah he's you know it's like we talk about the youngsters all the time that you know they're I, I can they're... broadly say
2: it, gray, hulk. Like gray Hulk.
0: okay that would be a more specific way to say it that would be accurate yeah he doesn't like gray hulk in general okay and they're still doing covers like
3: this there's uh, the new uh DC that night terror thing or whatever there's yeah. uh, one of the Batman books has Batman in the Wolverine pose and he's holding between his fingers He's holding batarangs instead of claws, you know. And yeah. it's got a Reflection in there. So, I mean, they're still even pushing the envelope with it on how they present it.
0: So, well, I love I love this finals. Yeah, well, I love it. it.
2: And Wolverine's blades look like machetes. They're really thick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're not. Well, they're
0: yeah. not thick. They're, they're angled, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but they're really—they're a lot longer than. Uh, okay, stop. I just, no, I
3: hate this cover. You know what? Save it for the save it for the polls. Go
0: vote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we probably shouldn't call this. This might be nitpicky, but for the future, we probably shouldn't call this round five anyway. This is just the finals, right? So people don't think there's another round after. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, that's true. But it. man, yeah, I love. I, I, I I've said it. A couple times already, I'm still loving and loving it more and more every week. This electric cover. The way I feel about this cover is definitely uh, much stronger than when I first saw it. I just thought it was okay, but now I'm literally loving it. Like I want it. I don't, I don't think I have it. So. I
3: still think it's just okay. Ugh. I don't
0: know I how we made it this opinion, far. Your opinion's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Patrick, you said you were underwhelmed uh, with the semifinals. So you're still underwhelmed about the finals, then,
1: huh? Uh yes and no. I mean, it's it's <laughs> those three. I don't know. I don't think re- really would rep- represent uh, you know the cream of the crop of all those covers that we started with.
0: No, it does. bat. I'm. I'm In with my opinion. 100. No, you both are factually wrong. No. I'll tell
3: you the right, one, right, right here, that death stroke should have been No, yeah, you're wrong too.
0: This is science, okay? <laughs> this is science. science. We have proven through a Democratic voting that these three are the cream of the crop of the 48 that were submitted.
2: Yeah, there were 48 covers submitted in the top 30. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Think about how wrong you are then, Mike. Or Ty. <laughs> and you too, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I, this is what I'm hoping because, well, I guess uh, we don't want Electro to win because Patrick doesn't really like that one. Uh, we don't want Venom to win because Tyler doesn't like Venom. And we, we're all <laughs> – all three of us are – in in the agreement that this 340 is classic so we all want 340 to win so no. i'm just gonna skip this one. karen you don't want 340 to win no what do you want electra no oh you want the venom halloween venom okay karen has chimed in as well so there you go halloween's also my least favorite holiday <coughs> your, your least, least holiday? you like valentine's day better than halloween <laughs> nice mike valentine's <laughs> day
2: isn't a holiday on my calendar
0: Okay, so he he basically said yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right, can't wait to. i want to see how next uh, February 15th is for you. <laughs>
2: major <laughs> major holiday. Oh, oh, there we go. Man. I like uh, President's Day more than Halloween because <laughs> I get the day off. Uh, it's got that going for it.
0: You know don't consider Valentine's cold. Day and St. Patrick's Day major holidays?
2: No, St. Patrick's Day is cool. I just think Valentine's Day is the dumbest holiday ever made.
0: <laughs> That's not good to say. <laughs> it makes all the women in our life happy. So. Oh, yeah, I am
2: on a live streamer. Huh?
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maddie just heard everything. No, she already knows how I feel about Valentine's Day.
2: Really? Let yeah. me have
0: a serious talk about that, not on a live streaming <laughs> podcast. <You> know, <laughs> anyway...
3: It, i mean uh, patrick and i still have uh our kids are younger than yours but it just shows you never stop parenting
2: yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> the reason i have issues because there's already so much going on and i don't have kids i'm like valentine's day who made this up that's what i say people that know that women love flowers cards candy Yeah, and, and they get that all the time already Oh, I, she does? I'm going to have, have to check that. I'll death. get
0: back to you guys about how factual that right, statement is. There's that, just that, another that, like, special, special event. event. I just went through everyone in the room before I actually called you your name. I'm like, <laughs> sweet. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right so great job. Great job, Mike. Um, uh, I, I think Cover Combat 4 is <laughs> a big success. I hope the fans agree so okay now we want to get into a short but sweet what kevin watched are you guys ready to see if it's even possible for that to be the case yeah i'm ready <laughs> all right <laughs> Okay, so believe it, because it's true, okay? Here we go. I watched Portals. It's a 2018 piece of trash on Voodoo that no one in their right mind would spend the time to watch after hearing my review, and I'm not lying, so don't waste your time. Uh, the, the biggest thing that makes me so frustrated that I wasted my time on this is, is it, man, the story had potential, And the actual special effects and acting aren't too horrible. It's actually okay until you try to get any kind of payoff whatsoever. And it's just once the movie, once the credits roll, you're wondering, the heck did I just watch? Literally, like there's not, I could not answer one question other than what you can figure out from this poster. That there are doors that form all over the world and make portals. That's the only thing I know after sitting through the entire movie. So it's dumb. Don't watch it. All right. That just makes me want to watch it. <clears throat> well, unless you want to go that direction that, uh, you know, it's so bad. You want to see how bad it is because you don't believe me. Then, ironically enough, we'll move into a next another show that I've been bashing Uh, over the last few weeks. Silo. I watched Silo on Apple TV, uh, episode seven, if I... I think it's last night's, right? Yeah. Are you caught up on this yet, Mike? No, I didn't have a chance to watch it. Well, like I said, ironically enough, I think you commented at the beginning of my review of Silo last, or maybe at the end of it, last week that Uh, My review did not surprise you because it wouldn't, you know, the odds are against the fact that it would take a big left turn and become good all of a sudden, you know. But guess what, Mike? It did? (laughs) The show took a big left turn. This episode was pretty cool. (laughs) The acting was good. Writing was good. Directing was good. And the movie, or the movie, the story moved along and uh, I was... On the, my, on the edge of my seat for most of this and it had a extremely exciting uh, cliffhanger ending. So I can't, I'm, this is the first time I think I've said since episode one and two that at the end of this, I'm like, Oh man, I wish I could watch the, ep- the next episode right now because it was really good.
3: So it's a relief to hear.
0: Yeah. Um, and ironically enough, I asked Jesse, you know, can I just watch this? Cause she, I told you she was disappointed too. Like, can I just watch this and I'll let you know if it's any good and you come back? She goes, Yeah, I'm not even gonna bother anymore unless you tell me it's good. So, ironically enough, the first episode she didn't watch was this one as well. I told her the same thing on the way up. But uh, we'll see still. Uh I'm not I can't endorse the entire season yet just because of finally another decent episode. And that's the other thing, you know how it goes. We've had garbage, garbage, garbage. So, you know, your lens of how you're viewing something changes so this might not be that good it's just it wasn't garbage in my opinion so i all of a sudden you know when a vaulted to this is pretty great you know that you know how that works you know but it's definitely much better than the previous two that's for sure and then lastly <clears throat> i watched avatar the way of water have either I, well mike i know you haven't seen it. pad did you say you saw this no yeah
1: no i did not see it
0: you saw the first one though, right, Pat? I know Mike. Yeah, a long did that. time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what's surprising to me? I didn't even. I wasn't even aware of about this this movie. Do you know how much money uh, Avatar made? A lot. Do you have a, Do you have a number, though? No. Mike. It was number one for a while, wasn't it? Do yeah. you have a number, Mike? I don't, I don't know. Did it Did it hit a billion? I don't know. Okay, yeah, you're way off. It surpassed 2 billion. Okay. Oh, yeah, a billion. Yeah, and it's still currently number one. Oh, it okay? is? Yeah. After all the MCU movies. Yes. Wow. Okay. Guess what's number two at over 2 billion as well? Avatar The Way of the Water. What, how much are tickets? 100 bucks a piece? <laughs> That's exactly the impression I would I had I had as well, Mike. Nobody's talking about this movie except for you right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I actually had to research and in most of the articles I read researching this, that's exactly what they said. They're like, how did Avatar the Way of Water make 2 billion dollars and nobody saw it? <laughs> you know.
3: All right. So what's, what's your thought on it?
0: It's pretty good. (laughs) I'm an Avatar fan, first of all. I think I mentioned that already. So this is not, in my opinion, as good as Avatar. Mostly, though, because it's extremely similar. Okay? But uh, with, you know, as you can imagine with the name of it, The Way of the Water, the big difference is in the first Avatar... You know it's mostly sky stuff you know they're riding dragons and they're they're in the trees and you know it takes place in like a tropical rainforest type setting in in on another planet where it's all alien of course but this one they are forced out of that area because the people that uh they fought in the first one come back as avatars ironically enough um and they're after him and his family specifically because he was the reason they were beaten in the first movie so they run away to a different avatar tribe or they're not avatar i forget what the name of the alien race is but you know he's an avatar that's why it's called avatar but but uh what's the name of the alien race pat help me out karen no anyway i should know that but i apologize but anyway. They, they, it's, a, it's the same as the alien race he's been amongst in the first movie, except now instead of sky and tree people, they're water and beach people, <laughs> you know, which is pre- it's a pretty cool transition though, because as you can see on the poster there, they don't have dragons they fly around, but they do have these like, they're kind of like flying fish. You know, they're able to swim underwater on them. And then they're able to also kind of glide across the water using their tail. You can see in that picture. So, and, and, and again, what I really appreciate about Avatar, uh, obviously it's beautiful, but just, just the imagination it takes to come up with all these different creations that are in both of the avatars, the Nabi, right? Did I remember it? Yeah. So um, anyway, you know, the originality of all these amazing imaginative creatures that are similar to what we know, but obviously different to where they're alien i love that's what that's the biggest thing i love about avatar uh the story overall was like i said it was okay it was just extremely similar he's got a family now as well so that's added on to it and then of course his family forming relationships and blah 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 so um i give uh avatar the way of water a solid eight it's good you know I would probably give the first one an 8.5. So it's not like it's not not a lot, you know, it's not like it's a lot better than the than the second one, but it's just a little better, you know, because it's completely original. You know how that works. So, so check out Avatar The Way of the Water. I recommend it. Add on to its billions of dollars of uh, success already, apparently. <laughs> Incidentally, in the top four, uh, one of the other ones, one of the other top four is uh, another James Cameron movie. What's what's that one, Mike? <clears throat>
1: Transformers
0: <laughs> Titanic yeah Titanic that's why I asked Mike because I, I figured you'd know right off the bat Pat but yeah. can you imagine that <clears throat> in the top four you got three of the top four and they're all over two billion dollars as a director you know can you imagine yeah. it's crazy so anyway I've shocked Tyler he's over here with the, he's his gaping mouth, can't believe it, but anyway, <laughs> so that's I all I got. For There's your <laughs> trunk. <laughs> so, how did I do? How many minutes was that? They want to keep track because more than five. Was it more than five? Yeah, I think the Avatar was five. The other one for maybe like two. Okay. Try to keep it under 10, though. That's good. Okay. Although this time we're still talking still counts, so I better move on. All right. Are we ready for guess what? Guess what? Not only do we have a new segment, guess what else we have new, Pat?
1: Whoa, a new intro.
0: Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So, what do you think of that? It's to the point. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> just as previews is gonna be coming obsolete. <laughs> we do this.
0: That was, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, it it wasn't a rush job. I wasn't like intentionally trying to rush it. It was just, uh, you know, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But you know that's actually. Could you tell that's actually the current previews cover that we're all holding too? Yeah. Nice. Did you guys notice the only action in that vi- that video spot too? That yeah, went by pretty quickly. All right, check it out again. We don't mind since it's so short, right? All right. My, Tyler, check this out. See if you can see the only action when me and uh, Mike and Pat are in the room too. So you ready? Here we go.
1: that's not good (laughs) he seemed to have an infestation (laughs) it's going after that cheese on Mike's shirt from
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice exactly (laughs) there was it was so lackluster I got I'm like I gotta add something what can I add so I I came up with that silly thing so anyway all right so how so how are we going to work this uh previews preview seg- segment um uh are we going to just kind of round robin it like um we do of uh, the uh um,
1: recap essentially sounds good to me
0: yeah I do have that I,
3: I like that but there's going to be a hiccup in mind because I had something that led into other ones mm. and they're all right after each other
0: how many of those, I mean, like, I, I don't think that's really a problem. We can just, however many you need to lead into another one, we can do that. Right, Pat? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool, because it's 10. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: They're all linked. Yeah. They I have know. a team. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's- All it's, right, it's, so it's, it's going to be one, easy. one, 10, two, <laughs> <laughs> two. <laughs> All right, I so here to we to go, 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 though. Let's see 40. how this goes. Okay. And- And just to let the audience know, too, other than what our statements were, that we're going to pick out 10 items from the current previews, which for anyone, anybody listening or watching that are not aware, previews is a catalog that comes out every month that shows the upcoming comic books, manga, action figures, uh, statues, even some games for two months from now, right? Is it two months, right? what what release is not what they're showing what we're showing now is going to drop in august is that right mike yeah <clears throat> so we didn't put any rules on how we're going to do this we could we could show the same things um, and uh, we didn't even talk about how we're going to show it other than let's just have pictures to show yeah so I'll, I'll set this off Man, my my, uh, computer's lagging, though. Here we go, though. Okay, here's my first one. Uh, I figured I'd start out with the least exciting of mine. Uh, I'm actually interested in this. This is the uh, Marvel Comics Library X-Men Volume 1, 1961 to 1966. Hardcover compilation of a lot of the original X-Men. This is similar to, I have that big, or I have that big Captain America. It's like 200 bucks, right? It's like really big, you know? So this is, uh, this is something when I saw, and the way I looked at this too, this is the other thing too. This is just my perspective. Pat and Mike could be different. The way I looked at this too was if money was no object for me, what would I grab out of here? Is that yeah. how you guys kind of looked at it too? hmm And I, I would definitely grab this so mm. all right yeah. is that a good that,
3: this is like this that book is yeah
0: you know, like this yeah. Be great. holy cow yeah that'd be great yeah all
1: right pat what do you got uh my first pick is the outer spaceman published by american myth i'm not familiar with this publisher uh, but I'm not surprised this is coming out under a small publisher imprint. print. Um, this is based on a toy line from the 60s that was revived, I'd say, probably 10 years ago. Um, they brought it back. They teamed up with the Four Horsemen who are known for their uh, great sculpting jobs and making action figures. Um, they released quite a few of them. And since then, they've kind of, diverge paths with uh the four horsemen but they keep putting out new figures sporadically not in great numbers and great waves like they used to but uh they're pretty neat um if you go want to go back and look at the history of them um they were sort of that first uh you know mixed action figure with alien races and things like that and like i said going back to the 60s so that was kind of unique for the time
0: wow i definitely want to check that out yeah okay no
1: how that translates to a comic book i have no idea i think they tried i think this may have been a kickstarter actually way back when i didn't back it um and like a lot of kickstarters it's coming out you know after the fact through normal publishing venues um and that's the case here they're finally getting it out so you know you're gonna get it if you do a pre-order you can get it as a discount you're not gonna pay that extra fee for Back in Kickstarter, so this might be on my uh, list to pick up.
3: Very cool. But I like that
1: one. Fabian Nicieza and uh, Chris Batista as the artist.
3: Fabian, you know the the other guy that created that.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, uh, that no 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 real backstory. That was one of the, you know, back in the '60s. Toys weren't tying to other prod, you know, other, you know. I don't know what I want to say here? I'm I'm a loss for word, uh, but they didn't even have a toy line or a cartoon, you know, to to, to yeah. tie into. um So that's you know they're finally kind of doing something with that. They, so these guys have no history. So Fabian yeah, okay. can create whatever he wants, I guess.
0: So, it was just whether kids thought they looked cool on the shelf and they'd want to play with them without any further information yeah, whatsoever. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. All
3: right. First up, we're going to start with uh, Sacrificers, number one from Image. And uh, this comes out August 2nd. Written by Rick Remender, and the art is Dave McKeg. The quick synopsis is uh in order to keep a harmonious paradise five families have to sacrifice one child and uh one of these children along with another kind of uh wealthy uh, kid, get together and they try to take it all down so
0: this one was definitely on my radar i didn't pick it but i definitely i almost picked it yeah That's the, uh, that's the strategy too. The other thing too, again, as we're kind of going through this first time we're doing this, I I wouldn't call it a strategy, obviously, because this wasn't a competition, but for lack of a better way to describe it, my strategy as far as what I was going to pick, because I I started with, you know, when I just went through it, I actually started with 18, you know, and this was one of my 18, Uh, but then to whittle that down, I went with, okay, I would like to have. Something different, you know, like 10 different things, ideally. That was just my personal take on the objective, you know, so. Yeah. 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 It's very cool, though. Yeah. So. All right. The next one I've got is these are reprints. Uh, Will Eisner's Comics and Sequential Art. And, uh, you know, we're at a limit for pictures on this show. So um, this I, this is kind of a group group. Pick for me, the Will Eisner graphic storytelling and visual narrative as well. And then lastly, Will Eisner's expressive anatomy for comics. I, you know, this, this kind of thing, kind of uh, how the, how the donuts are made or what's that phrase they say, you know, this, you know, this delving into the, you know, business of making comics and how the artists do it and how all of it happens and these stories are this is very an in- interesting topic to me too as well so again if i were picking these up i'd grab these these are you know pretty easy to based on the titles to tell what they're about you know they're just kind of explaining how uh it all works right have you guys ever seen these before cuz these are these are reprints seems like they were printed the first time a while ago so these are just kind of uh, another printing of it that they're submitting. Uh, they're, you know, presenting as uh, purchasable. You know what I mean? Is that, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm butchering how I say it, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah.
1: Previously offered before. There you go. There you More go. Yeah.
0: So, but they're very cool. So yeah, I would definitely grab these again if money was no object. So incidentally too, I will say this too, since I'm talking about these right now, because these are the first ones I noticed on these. Um when I was doing my research on these these are actually 24 bucks 23.95 uh in if you'd get them through this previews but if you look online for these the other copies of them they're like you can get them for like 12 bucks 10 bucks 9 bucks you know yeah. so you know I that actually I don't know whether you guys knew this from the past but that was actually the first time it dawned on me that if I see something in previews I want even if I could afford to get it from previews, maybe I need to seek it elsewhere, you know, like use previews as a way to find out I want it, but then seek the best deal that I may find it elsewhere. Of course. For sure. Yep. So. All right, Mike, uh, my, my screen's still lagging. So. That's I'm sorry. I'm bad, bad.
1: It's okay. We get. we have another, uh, new pop-up of, uh, a you know, a creator stable uh called Distillery and they have the Devil's Cut one shot. Um it's weird. I'm glancing at Kevin and he's still talking over there. It's kind of distracting. <laughs> um, Sorry about it. The uh this is I think kind of a, just a preview of uh all the creators who are under this distillery imprint. Um I think you have uh you know you know big names here. Did i have that pulled up somewhere i think i did maybe not yeah we, we, you know scott snyder james tinian mirka Andolfo, jock becky clunan brian azarello Azzare- a lot of a lot of high profile people that have they're supposedly could be under this distillery imprint making comics um and i and this seems to be like a it's 72 pages uh just you know probably short little snippets i wouldn't be surprised if they're taken directly from Future comics that they're planning to put out there, um, just to give you a taste of you know everything that uh, could be in store from you know these creators. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. So I put it on my list. The Devil's Cut.
3: So at Distillery, are they gonna be kind of similar to Image, where like Image doesn't own anything, and they're just they just publish the stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Although they have talked about some NFT stuff, which I just kind of put blinders on. didn't even pay attention to that stuff? But, uh, yeah. All
0: right. I'm having technical difficulties. I can't even see anything, but yeah. I, I'm looking at Karen's computer and I can see it on hers, but I can't even see it on my screen. When's the last
1: time you rebooted that laptop, Kevin?
0: Uh, every week I, I definitely I turn it off once I'm done with okay. all my work.
1: Yeah. Wow. Can you put it, can you put
0: it, try to try to take it down and put it back up again? Me? Yeah.
1: It's not a very exciting cover.
0: Oh, there it is. Okay. I see it now. Okay. 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 Gotcha. All
3: right. I'm up next with uh, Death of the Venomverse, number two uh, of five. And uh, this comes out August 16th. We're (laughs) introduced to Venom Boy. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Venom Boy variant this is not a cover um, he looks silly um what uh but what uh, a key i want to point out to here this has, also has a dave miscellany story in it that um, is in the vein of lethal protector so uh, that's the main highlight i think dave Miscellini uh, over the venom boy but you never know, you know what's going to catch on
1: All right
0: this is the main. You're calling the main highlight of Death of the Venomverse this Venom Boy? No. Oh, okay. What do you What do you mean? You What are you saying uh, the main
3: Dave, Dave Micheliini story in it.
0: Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. These are there are different stories in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay.
3: If, if you're a fan of like the Lethal Protector stuff, this this has one of those stories in there. Um,
0: but I want yeah. to
3: highlight out of out of all the variants and A covers stuff. Also, it contains Venom Boy.
0: If I didn't just recently make the decision to cut down my collection to just main titles this one that yeah I was that death of venom Burks looked interesting. Does that look interesting to you too is my Pat?
1: Uh, it's kind of a neat cover uh, subject matter not not uh, considered but uh yeah it's probably one I'll be passing on just not exactly. the biggest death not the biggest venom fan you know yeah
0: yeah yeah, me too.
3: Yeah, I think that series is probably in line with... Tyler would probably enjoy that five-issue series.
0: Yeah. And that was actually part of the... I'm probably still going to have to talk myself out of it multiple times because the fact that it's only five issues helps, you know? As far as, you know, if I wanted to get it, you know, be like, oh, it's only five issues. Not like the other thing that is coming out in August. But anyway... Then, okay, this is similar but different uh, than what I just uh, picked last. (laughs) That's
1: what I was thinking of when you talked about the other.
0: Yeah, and this is uh, is kind of the same in the way, too. This is three books that they have solicited in the previous previews. Uh, The one I'm showing here, of course, is Understanding Comics. These are all by Scott Scott McCloud. Then the other two are The Making of Comics, and then... um, reinventing comics um again kind of behind the scenes you know narrative of exactly what the titles kind of state and again i would be interested to kind of get all those nuggets of info these are pretty cool you know so yeah
3: these look like they have a lot more words than pictures in them so i'm out
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that's all i got another set of those (laughs) All right,
1: right, so Graphics, uh, I think, is an imprint of Scholastic Books. Jeff Smith has another new bone book out called More Tall Tales, Uh, and this led me to find out that for some reason I don't have the first Tall Tales hardcover. I tried to look for it this morning, and it's nowhere to be found. It could be because I passed on it because it was basically reprinting uh, a miniseries um, in color, but I- I'm surprised I don't have it. Uh, I think this looks to be all new material. Uh, these b- Both of them are short stories set prior to the main Bone comic. Um, so it's sort of... It's sort of the Bone cousins sort of sitting around telling stories to younger Bone children. Um, so not only am I going to probably have to order this one but I have to dig up a copy of uh, the first Tall Tales hardcover so I can have them all on my shelf here very cool but if you never checked out Bone it's it's a really good series um, I don't know if this might give you a little bit a little bit of a taste for what the series is like but I'd recommend just starting it the, the first issue or the first collection uh, and going from there it's a really really good fun story
0: yeah, yeah. well wow.
3: Four or five years ago, I I was getting Cora the, the trades for it, and I started rereading some of it. it's just the funniest stuff. Yeah, so cool. definitely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run through three things combined here. Okay. So we're gonna start with uh, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Weapon of Vengeance. Uh, this is the uh, George Perez cover. So I guess Marvel's doing a bunch of George Perez variants for uh, all the different books Um, I like this one out of of all the variants for this alpha title Um, there's also uh, so this uh, the alpha comes out August 9th and it's part 1 August 30th is the Omega cover which I don't have that yet that comes out August 30th Um, this is basically a team-up between uh, Wolverine and Johnny Blaze and uh, somewhere in the in this four-part series we're gonna we're gonna tell uh, about their first you know, their first encounter um, but so part one and four is in uh, Ghost Rider Wolverine Alpha and Omega and, and then uh, part two is actually in Ghost Rider number 17 and I talked about this last week this is the B yeah. cover. Um, and then part three Will be part three is actually going to be in wolverine number 36 so we have part one in weapon of vengeance part two in ghost rider part three in wolverine and then part four and weapon
0: of vengeance it's pretty cool
3: there you go i'm That's only cool.
0: going to be getting one part of those wolverine yeah <laughs> well i'm getting all four i'm looking forward to it yeah i might have to uh, borrow yours because yeah this is one that i'm gonna have to resist not wanting to grab all four why yep yeah. because i've i've recently decided i need to just collect main titles when they when they try to egg you on with these crossover events i gotta resist because well, there's three of them in this there's three of them in this previews right three what events yeah
3: Ah, oh, it, it was all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: I, well, three major crossover events from the main titles.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I only get my main titles, but Carnage Reigns has an
0: event, so I get the other books. Right, exactly. Started. You missed uh, the Edge of Venomverse. You don't even know—you don't know about that yet, do you? I mean, <laughs> I'll take that well, as I a mean, I, I mean, I know. Right. I mean, not the Edge of Venomverse. Um, Mike, you want to put it up real quick You're Yeah. Talking about extreme death of Venomverse. Oh yeah, I've already got that in my list. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wow, okay, cool.
3: Good. I'm glad. I'm, I figured that's right up his alley. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Noel's the Venomverse, right? Up yeah. You guys talk about that? Yeah, right. yeah. Your, yeah.
2: <laughs> Noel's coming back. If you didn't know. <laughs>
3: so, uh, yeah. Stand by, when in, in, in August and September, I'll review those books. <laughs> I'll
0: probably yeah. do
3: it in September. I'll just read all of them and just review the whole story.
0: All right i'm almost caught up in all carnage and them nice this next one might uh surprise you quite a bit uh but hear me out uh i'd actually grab this this is the mighty Morphin power rangers 30th anniversary special by boom studios and i actually have quite a history with power rangers um when power rangers first came out Uh, My stepbrother at the time, he was all about them, And uh, so that kind of introduced me to Power Rangers. And then as my boys grew, and obviously the Power Rangers have been around for 30 years, you know, and my oldest is getting ready to turn 30, you know. um, (laughs) I've watched many, many, many of the seasons of of Power Rangers. Uh, So, although I really don't know a whole lot about what this story is going to be about. Uh, I did love this. This is the connecting cover. I mean, a wraparound. This is a wraparound cover uh, by Bon Bernardo. And it's got kind of all of the season, you know, the seasons of all the Power Rangers and the villains kind of in one book. So, you know, even though, Obviously, this isn't super expensive anyway, and even though I'm not really that big of a Power Rangers fan, with my history with Power Rangers, I'm probably going to grab this one, you know, so (laughs) I thought it was pretty cool, you know, and they're doing a lot with Power Rangers lately with a lot of cool foil covers, and this, this is the A cover, and this is, this is a Dan Mora cover, this is, this is a pretty cool cover in general, too, you know, even if you aren't really a Power Rangers fan, this is kind of a cool look in my opinion, so... Uh, this will probably power stuff. say that again yeah i think dan moore does a lot of uh,
3: power rangers yeah. stuff. which i'm not into the power rangers but i love his art so i'm always like ah, i don't
0: know yeah right exactly yeah can you you can appreciate this cover too i mean i mean this oh, is yeah. uh this is pretty cool so anyway my miscellaneous kind
2: of book box is a power ranger box
0: oh really yeah, yeah see perfect example there you go so.
1: All right, what you got next, Pat? All right, so IDW continues to have financial woes, but that doesn't stop them from putting out more artist editions. Uh, these are large, oversized uh, books, hardcover books that basically reprint one to one the original art pages. And this is the Frank Miller Daredevil volume. Um, I don't think these are complete stories. A lot of times, what they 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 have to use what they can get uh if pages go missing or they can't locate certain issues pages they they they, you know, they they don't include them unless they're doing complete stories and sometimes they'll use copies um of the originals for that but they try to stick to the actual scans of the originals um, if you're really in if you're into art and original art artist editions are awesome they're expensive they're large but if you have certain artists that you love it's it's in you love their art these are really something to take a look at um that being said i don't have you know even though i like you know frank's uh run on daredevil it doesn't really hold a place in my heart i guess um that i'd be tracking just this down i probably won't be ordering this but if you're a frank miller daredevil fan it's something uh Maybe to seek out.
0: All right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Those are cool.
3: Yeah, I would. I would definitely want all of those. The price is what. It
0: yeah. It's yeah. so
3: great to look at the pencils and. The
0: How much are these? Did you say that? I'm sorry, Pat.
1: Uh, I don't. I think this one may have been 150, but you know, if you if you pre-order it, you get a pretty hefty discount. I think it's around 100, maybe. But that's still a lot. But, yeah. Um, but they're 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 just so well done. It's the one thing, you know. If, if something happens to IDW, I I hope they find some means of continuing this you know, with another publisher. DC's sort of doing this a similar thing. They've they've uh, sort of partnered with uh, Graphics, I believe, and they do their own version of the artist editions. But uh, yeah, I, I you know I hate to see them disappear completely cool
3: you can go again kept skipping because I did my triple
1: okay
0: so uh this is probably not going to be a surprise to y'all or anybody else that pays any attention to the the show because I uh I mention this all the time uh but they're putting out fire and ice in a comic book form uh this is awesome Frank Frazetta art and it's actually cool. I put up this too. I love this as well. I don't, I'm probably gonna have to grab both of these even after I was just telling Tyler uh, prior to the show that I didn't try to grab one cover of each book. But here's a great Sienkiewicz cover for Fire Nice number one as well. Um, this is from Dynamite. And this is based on the old school movie. This is an old movie from, uh, I think, from '80s, early 80s. Uh, do you guys remember this movie?
1: I know of it, but I've never seen it.
0: Yeah. I... It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> but I definitely uh, checked. You know, I was into the old uh, Barbarian stuff, you know. So uh, so I definitely plan on uh, picking this up. Um, but Fire and Ice, number one, by Frank Rosetta, uh and uh, Dynamite.
1: All right, so uh, did you collect comics in the 90s, early 2000s? And if so, you may have read Battle Chasers. And it's yeah. back. Um, this is issue 12, but the reason I mention it, and I, and unfortunately I can't show it here because cover D is an art germ cover, and I don't think it's been shown anywhere. I even tried to check. Stanley Lau's, you know, personal... Uh, social media pages, and I, I don't see anything yet, um, so he's apparently still working on it, but I thought it would give me a good chance to ma- mention Battle Chasers. Um, they stopped, I think, at issue 9 uh, back in the day, and we've been waiting and waiting, and uh, they started. They finally put out 10, 11, and 12, I believe. This is the latest issue uh, from Joey Maguera. Um, unfortunately, he's only writing the stories, or He's not doing the artwork. He's doing the main covers, I believe. Uh, but you know, I I don't know. I think he he's mainly done work for video game companies in the in the interim years between the last issue, and he hasn't found time to draw his own book. But we'll see what happens. I I, I have ordered it. Um, it wasn't I, I I I have to say I wasn't the big the biggest Battle chasers fan back in the day, but I do love his artwork. So okay. If you're
3: from, the last thing I saw from him was that Savage Wolverine. <laughs> that's been almost ten years now.
1: Yeah, that's true too. He, I think that was his last comic book work. Yeah,
3: it was fantastic. Yeah, I loved his style. Yep. All right, go ahead, Kevin. Skip me one more time, and then I'll be back in the rotation.
0: <laughs> okay, this is a good quick skip too. Anyway, too. So, <clears throat> I wanted to put this up because. uh It's Death of the Venomverse, um, but this isn't actually the comic, uh, which, well, this is a picture of the actual comic because I couldn't find a picture of what was solicited in the book that I want, which is the no trade dress of this picture. That's a poster. They actually have a page of posters that were submitted and I've always been a big poster geek. You know, I've got some great old classic comic book posters and man, they don't hold value at all. (laughs) Nobody wants posters, it seems. And, you know, as you grow up, you know, posters become more of a minimal part of your life. But uh, I, you know, if I can find the, well, I guess I, you know, if I just order them, I mean, these are only, they're $9 posters, which ain't cheap for posters, but this is a cool one. Especially, you know, we take the trade dress away. It's just awesome. And uh, just as a added bonus, which I didn't really figure I needed a picture for, uh, there's, they're also uh, soliciting a poster for uh, ASM 300. Um, the literal, it's, and it's literally a poster of the cover. And uh, I'll probably be grabbing that too as well. I, I didn't even, I want to, you know, kind of a little interrupt to uh, just interject this real quick. Since I haven't exactly had all the money I need, you know, with ob- obviously all the, or I shouldn't say need, all the money I want, with all the endeavors we've got going on with everything with or obviously uh, funds are short. Um, I've intentionally not looked through previews for probably three or four months uh, because I'm intentionally like, why do I want to put myself through this, you know, kind of attitude, you know?
3: If you don't know ex- it exists, you don't know you want it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I want to, this, this, this preview previews was your idea in general, right, Mike? Or was it you, Pat? I can't remember.
3: It was Mike, I think. Was Mike, well, it depends on how claim it. If, if, uh, <laughs> if it's a good thing. You're going to blame me for something. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it definitely nice. a good thing. I, you know, I want to extend, uh, uh, thought of gratitude towards you because now I enjoyed this experience thoroughly. We ain't even done of course, but I enjoyed this thoroughly and I was so thankful because you gave me a reason to look through it, which I enjoy so much Mm -hmm. with, and, and, you know, I guess time will tell whether it might mess me up because I won't be able to resist buying this stuff. But, uh, but I can talk myself out of, okay, I, I can look at it and the purpose, you know, to answer my question again, before you mentioned this idea, why am I putting myself through this? The reason I'm doing it is for the show, uh, and to uh, let other people know that may be able to afford these things or that aren't aware of it, that they exist. Um, but man, it was so much fun. And, and again, I've always been a big poster fan. So seeing these posters, uh, since they aren't that expensive, i I might bump a comic or two out of this month's order to grab this death of venomverse poster and uh asm 300 posters that's the other thing too i like to collect posters kind of like comic books where you have them in a big frame you know how they have those displayed in typically in in, uh, comic store collectible type stores where they're on the floor in a big poster sheath or whatever you uh, bag or whatever and you can kind of go through them kind of like books in a short box you know that's what I would love to have with all my posters, because obviously I don't have the room to hang them all over the place, but I sure would like to have them accessible to enjoy and look at, uh, you know, and maybe swap them out on the wall, you know, but anyway, so, so a couple posters for my uh, next choice.
3: Well, the reason I think uh, as we got older, posters became less and less relevant to us is because then we had wives, and right. we're not important wives at all, and they don't want the living room to look like a dorm room. Right, exactly. You know, I'm not quoting my
0: wife exactly there, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, what you got, Pat?
1: All right, uh, I had to spotlight this from Marvel. This is Daredevil 14. This is the last issue of the Chip Zdarsky, Mark run. um run. That's a little late to be starting to order it. On number 14, but uh, I just wanted to mark the milestone. If you haven't read it, you should go back and uh, pick up some issues in the back bin.
3: Yeah, am oh, sorry,
1: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: that's uh, yeah, like you said, good way to go back and we'll grab it, read it. Yep, I'm gonna jump in here with this one. Spider Man
3: number 11 comes out August 16th, and it's Spider Boy again. So, uh pop him back in. I think there's a gap, a couple of issues without him. And then he has an origin coming up in uh, one of the Edge of Spider-Verse books. <laughs> there he is again. And the, the thing with this one, I don't know if it's uh, oversized or not. It's a $4.99 cover price. Hmm. Marvel is, uh, I think they're starting to sneak those $4.99 cover prices in there. So make sure you look before you that- register
0: are either of you read up on the Spider-Man run? No.
3: I wasn't going to get it when I got issue one because I had the Art Adams cover. Yeah. And then just, I just like, oh, well, I like number two's cover. I got that. So I've been getting it, but I've, I've actually considered dropping it because I'm not reading it.
0: Yeah. Doesn't seem like you should, though.
3: Yeah. I mean, value. Line for, I think uh, you know, some of these, if, if Spider-Man turns out to be popular or everybody likes his origin or who he ends up being or whatever. Right.
0: Okay.
3: Could be something down the road. uh, Yeah, like uh, Patrick just highlighted Daredevil. I need to go back and read the previous volume. (laughs) So I have plenty to read. Right. (laughs) But what I'm saying is everybody still go ahead and get this one.
0: (laughs) I thought this uh, next choice for me, uh, the uh, pick three Was a little ironic for me um, because I'd never heard of this before. I saw this in this uh, issue of previews. Again, I I told you I've been avoiding previews for a few months, but uh, something epic, the new image book that was in our, is going to be in our pick three this week, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, that gum. What 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 issue is that? I mean, not to kind of uh, spoil pick three, but what issue is that? Is that issue number one or two? No, no, I think it's number three. No, it's number two. Number two. Okay, okay. Not
3: that far.
0: Out. Yeah, so this is something epic number four, and then apparently it must be a thing because of the something epic number two that you submitted uh, for uh, the pick three, um, and you know I I love this art. Uh, this uh, cover A. Is this by Kodransky?
3: Yeah, I think he does everything. I think he's writing it.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, he does them all, yeah. Because I got a couple other ones to submit, which are really cool about them, is the homage covers. So love this, uh, what's Rambo 3 homage, <laughs> poster, you know, cover, po- poster, uh, homage or whatever. And then, of course, uh Raiders of Lost Ark, uh poster, homage, cover. That those are all pretty cool. So um I might have to uh see if I can grab something epic number one, apparently, since it's already out. And when I'm grabbing something epic number two this week, uh because that uh, well Mike will highlight that uh shortly here. But yeah, I I'm gonna be grabbing this. For... Say it again, Mike. I'm sorry.
3: Kick myself for not ordering these it was it was on my radar and then I was just like I can't add another title Um, and if you go back to the a cover all the a covers are very similar with that frame yeah they're all very similar with the color scheme and everything so you get a nice I'm all for uniformity so it's very uniform through the a covers and then the the variants are all movie themed uh, covers. so it's it's really fantastic I think I don't know if it's issue three or four but I think there are a bunch of image Characters are supposed
0: to pop. Yeah, up. that's that's what it says the story's about in general. It's like a a multiverse thing. Um, and all kind of image characters are gonna be appearing throughout the entire storyline, I guess. So, so
3: yeah. I wish I would have got it. I might I might backtrack on it.
0: Well, it seems like something epic number one's probably still in the store. So as I found expanse one and two in the store this week. <laughs> so anyway. So something epic for me. Yeah. Pat?
1: All right. Um, I'll switch these two around because this, this, uh, this sort of is similar and Mike did a spotlight on this so he probably could talk about it better than I. But it's Sean, Mur- Sean Gordon Murphy's plot holes. Um, I, I have not really followed his work a great deal, but I think this looks really cool. And it's sort of Kind of the same thing Kevin was just talking about, where they, there's these different characters from different genres kind of coming together, um, and to form this ragtag team. Um, it just looks really interesting.
0: Yeah, that's on the that's on uh, Mike's. Uh, yeah. Be on the lookout, which you can check out the info on that through Facebook or the easy. website. What's that again, Mike? Sorry.
3: Yeah, have a look at it soon because within the next <laughs> three days, I'm going to change it.
1: Yeah, so if you want more information on it, hit up Exceller's website. Uh, there's a lot of cool uh, variant covers for the book, um, and it just looks like it. it I'm de- I'm definitely on board for this. It's published by Massive. Uh, we, we talked sort of. We talked a little bit about that. We're sort of uh, whatnot publishing had this sort of s- sub imprint Massive, and it looks like this is the first. Standalone from Massive by itself. Uh, so, yeah, it's, that's a, I'm definitely going to order this book. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I didn't even, you know, I actually
0: did read a little bit of what Mike posted about this, but I didn't even realize that this was a, a printing of Massive by itself. So, okay, that's interesting.
3: Yeah. All right. Next because I love werewolves. We have Lunar Lodge, Lunar Lodge number three. I think it's just a three-issue series. Uh, it's from Dark Horse. and uh, The soliciting is really strange on this. Uh, it's this issue number three solicited now, but the, the release date's been changed. Uh, August, uh, number one comes out August 9th. Number two comes out September 6th. And then number three is October 4th, which this one is. So uh, you still have time to order um, number one and two. But basically, uh, Lunar Lodge calls to confirm a woman's re- a woman's reservation, and her husband trails her to the lodge, and it seems like she's a werewolf. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> he didn't know, I guess, until he trailed her to the to the lodge. The art look looks amazing, um, and I'm, I love werewolf stories. Uh, most of the time, they're not great. I don't know why, but uh, this one looks good. Awesome. There
4: you
0: go. All right, next up for me is a Spider-Man book as well. This is Spider-Man Annual Number One, and I love this cover by R.B. Silva. This is my Wolverine. This is this is my favorite. <laughs> Karen didn't like it apparently, (laughs) but anyway, this is my Wolverine, you know, as far as my favorite Wolverine that I love to see the most in anything. And then to boot, um, again, we just talked about nobody, you know, none of us are reading this new Spider-Man run. Uh, I really don't know what's going on here. It says something about Agatha Harkness is building a new dark world and she's pitting Earth's mightiest heroes against each other in the contest of chaos, I guess. Um, that's not really the appeal to this. It's it's this is my Wolverine. I love this cover and I love this art. And then lastly, and I'm going to kind of maybe plant a seed right here. I want to have a unique topic of the week uh, in the future, maybe sooner than later now that I'm mentioning it, of our top 10 favorite personal stories like... You know, like, what comic stories are our top 10 personal favorites? Because as soon as I saw this cover, this took me to what will definitely be in my top 10, which is the, uh, you know, uh, Wolverine versus Spider-Man one-shot, which this cover doesn't exactly look like it, of course, but that's what it reminded me of immediately. So it dragged me to it, so I just included it in my list. I'll probably be grabbing this. Since it is, uh, you know, since it's an annual, I'm assuming um, I may not have to really have any information from the other Spider-Man books to be able to uh, read and appreciate this. So uh, I'll definitely be grabbing Spider-Man annual number one uh, featuring Contest of Chaos.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Contest of Chaos is the annual crossover throughout all the Marvel books where they're all pitting heroes against each other.
0: Uh, okay, okay, isn't this great though?
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's fantastic. And then, I just like you when I saw that, I went right back to that uh, that one shot from the 80s. Which, yeah, yeah, I, I love that book.
0: You love that book too much, or Pat?
1: Can't say I'm a huge fan of that book. I, I remember reading it, but no, it didn't leave an impression on me, really. Wow, yeah, yeah.
3: okay, that's early when we. I mean, when we first started reading books, right, that, right. that had already been published and uh, we ended up getting it. And, you know, that was, we're still early in Wolverine and all that. It was like, yeah. Oh, it's just so great. Yeah. I haven't
0: read it since then. So. I've read it a couple of times. It's so great in my opinion. So <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid that it'll end up
3: being like the movie Phantasm where I end up watching it later. I'm like, that's ah, not as great as I thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got, Pat?
1: all right this is one i probably bought or i'm probably gonna buy uh for the cover alone and that's what if dark venom uh just because it's a a nick bradshaw homage to fantastic 451 classic cover uh and i think i i i saw him post this art on his social media and i immediately loved it um I don't know about the coloring job. It, it seems like there's something a little bit off on this, but I, I'm curious to see what the final version will look like. Um, but yeah, I just think it's uh, it's pretty neat. So, so
0: pick it one. Yeah. did you happen to read? Because um, these were definitely these were on my radar as a choice of mine too. But I didn't. I wasn't really getting it. Was, does it seem like these are going to be what ifs that are all involving venom? That's what's mm. what if dark. They're all like kind of what Not if so. scenarios, huh?
1: Yeah, not Venom, but I think they're just, like, dark storylines or dark, you know, what-ifs. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it definitely seems interesting. I'm, you know, I love the what-ifs, you know. The classics, at least, you know. Yeah. So there you go, Tyler. A what-if Venom for
3: you. Sweet. Yeah. All right. This took me a while to put together. This is a real pain in the butt. (laughs) uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, number 67- uh, uh, it's a six-issue connecting cover set by uh, Connor Hughes. Um, and I, I really like what, what Kirkman's doing with, with Deluxe. You know, there's uh, usually a, a set of six connecting covers uh, been ongoing throughout most of the series. A few times they, they take issues off. Um, I really like this set. We've got issue 67 actually was solicited uh, prior. But uh, that comes out July 19th. 68 is August 2nd, and 69 is August 16th. So basically, it's, a, it's every other week a new issue comes out. I think that's a fantastic connected cover set. Nice. The more, the more I looked at it, the more I liked it. Initially, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to get that one
0: because I got the last few. But the more I looked at it, I was
3: like, man, that is just so good. Those great. are very
0: cool. And I'm I'm looking forward to the day that you actually... Or Pat, you know, this would be something that you two would do far more uh, or it would, it would, the odds of it happening with you two would be far better than it is for me that you work out some way to display a cool connecting cover layout of, uh, you know, how everything goes, you know, sorry for my, uh, I had to kind of scroll back around to where we were. But, you know, when, when, like, how would you display that, Mike? I mean, it's very cool to look at with the way you just showed it. But when you actually have these comics in hand, how are you going to how are you gonna show that? All? How are you going to display that, you know?
3: Well, I've seen some guys online that uh, will go. They, I think they found picture frames that will fit, like, a three or a four issue run. Mostly probably, I think, three issues. And, uh, you know, like at, at uh, Michael's or Hobby Lobby or something like that can find frames it'll fit uh, my problem is I would love to do that but I, I'm just I don't like to display the books because of light um, mm. so that's my biggest thing but yeah I would love to
0: well, it's only sunlight concern right if you didn't have a window near it it'd be fine right probably I, I mean I even think just yeah if you had no sunlight I still
3: think light from the room from the lamps and things like that will have an effect probably not that great it'll probably take I don't know 50 years so what am I worried about
0: I don't think that's true is that true Pat
3: he's uh speechless sorry
1: okay. I was muted uh because my printer's doing going through a cleaning cycle you know oh. <laughs> um I think there's UV glass you gotta get out there I think it's the UV rays that you, that generally is the light problem uh but you know if you don't, you don't want to take chances. You know I can understand that, but you're, you're right. It's, it's probably not going to be a concern in your lifetime,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. my grandkids are like, oh, why did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin just had to have them hang these on the wall. Find some on the wall, and now they're worthless. Well, here I'll make you this deal, uh, Mike. Whatever
0: you, however you work out, it'll be done. I'll buy the books. We'll do it with <laughs> so that when they're destroyed by the light in a hundred years, uh, we won't care. Or you won't care.
3: But I mean, these walking dead deluxe, I don't, I don't think, uh, as far as the, yeah, yeah. if you're in it for the investment, you're. I, I doubt that these are. Gonna be,
0: uh, yeah. You're making a mistake, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, then I saw this cool little nugget in here. And I'm excited about this one. Uh, This is comic book trivia, number one, by a a publisher never heard of, which that's, oh, that's another comment I'm gonna make about uh, this previews, is since all the big ones are running out, I guess we're gonna see more of these publishers we've never heard of, right? I mean, that's kind of the benefit of uh, everybody else leaving previews, right?
3: Um, I don't know what I mean. I'm still pulling from different sources, but you think well, the are probably, it you I, know, like-
0: obviously DC's got its own little separate book and Marvel's got its own little separate book. Image is getting ready to do that, right? Yeah. So as the big ones leave the book, obviously they took up most of the book. So previews still want to have a big fat book to solicit, right? So they're going to have to fill it with something. So they're going to start, what? Yeah, so the smaller ones will be highlighted. More. Exactly. That's my point, right? So this is by Blood Moon Comics. Were either of you familiar with this before this?
1: I've heard of Yeah, I've heard of Blood Moon before. Well will see. Perfect. I think they've been around for quite a while.
0: Yeah, This. so it, it makes sense that I'd be the last one to yeah. to experience
3: <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think you waited to the back of previews. Right. <laughs>
4: so. Yeah.
0: I (laughs) started. So, this is uh, a story about a kid who he's a comic book fan and he makes a wish uh, to only ever know comics. And he's teleported to another dimension where he's now in the role of a reader and he must prove his worthiness by answering 150 comic book trivia questions. So that sounds fun, first of all. And then, uh, you know, obviously we've uh, played a lot with comic book trivia through Acceler for the year, through the years. I actually just recently incorporated comic book trivia into my whatnot show with the ends of my whatnot show where I've affectionately referred to as facsimile trivia, where I put up a facsimile cover and I ask a trivia question. And uh, if someone answers it correctly, they can decide if I add another facsimile to it, or if I run that for a dollar. Because I've often said on whatnot as well, you ain't making any money on whatnot if you you know if you're a, a show that has, uh, you know, the followers that I have and the the room activity that I have. If you put up books for a buck, you're just gonna go broke because they're gonna all sell for a buck. So uh, that's why it's kind of a thing that. I'll put up back facsimiles and I could get up to five facsimiles on the easel uh, for a buck. So that'd be a great steal for any fans of facsimile, which I am as well. But then it's also a fun way for me to ask some, tri- ask some trivia uh, during the show. So uh, I have fun with doing that. So I'll, I'll probably be uh, trying to track this one down. It's a $5.99 cover though. So I, you know, I'll probably be dragging it down after the fact somehow. <laughs> but... That's what I got. Comic book, so
3: ongoing, kind of. It's not just a one shot.
0: It seems that way, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah. All right, I need to scroll back down to take that away. There we go.
1: All right, we're gonna head to the, the '80s again, and this is a sequel comic to Robotech. This is just called Robotech Rick Hunter. This sort of uh seems to fill in the gaps after the macross saga and robotech um i I don't know what to think about this i I, you know i've i've picked up robotech comics from time to time i was a big fan of the animation back in the day um it 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 always seemed like the comics you know uh, didn't really do it justice and they kind of lost me i'd be on board for a couple issues and i would go away um uh but this i don't know it it it's it's four issues. Um, I might check it out. I might not. Uh, but it, it is. I'm I'm always sort of intrigued in that in that timeline what happened after Macross and between the other parts of the uh, Robotech saga. So we'll see. It's is from Titan Comics, by the way.
0: Okay. Yeah, I love Robotech too. But yeah, that it's the cartoon that I was a big fan of. But I don't think I've ever read a Robotech comic, so
1: I actually have a, had a letter published in a Robotech comic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. What was it about the the previous issue of Robotech?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Cool.
3: Sorry, I bumped the button. I That's okay. a Blank space. So next up, we've got uh, the Enfield Gang Massacre, one. and. uh... This is for fans of That Texas Blood, which I wish I had been reading that. I think it finished at Issue 20. I'm not sure if Issue 21 is coming out um, later this year. But anyway, uh, That Texas Blood takes place, I think, in the 90s. This takes place 150 years prior, but it's still in uh, Ambrose County, Texas. So it just looks like a, a great Western lawlessness type of story. Hmm. With, uh... Yeah, and no, I love Western books, so I'm gonna, be, yeah. I'm gonna be grabbing this one. And maybe I, I you know, that Texas Blood, I may just try to get the trades for it. Just track it down one through twenty. I just never see it anywhere. Um, going back that far for cheap. I like all of this. Yeah, cool. There you
0: go. This this uh, comes out August 9th. Oops. All right. Again, um, something that I might be behind the times on a little bit because uh, I haven't looked in the previews for a while. But these um, these uncovered uh, DC Comics. This is Catwoman uncovered. Catwoman uncovered. Uh, but they have uh, Poison Ivy Uncovered solicited as well, which I'll probably grab that. Uh, Joker Uncovered just came out this month. Are you you guys familiar with that?
1: I saw this one, but that's the first time I really noticed it.
0: Yeah, I actually saw Joker Uncovered. It's kind of weird how these things happen, you know, because I hadn't even looked in my previews yet for the preview preview segment. Uh and, you know, I was in the store last week, and of course, Joker, well, I shouldn't say of course, but Joker Uncovered was on the rack, and I was like, what's this about? And looked through it, and it's literally just a book of a whole batch of cool Joker covers, which I mentioned on the last show, I'm not really a Joker fan, but were you aware of that, Mike? Yeah, it was in uh, Pick 3 last week. The Joker Uncovered was?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It was the... Oh, that Santa one? Yeah. Yeah. Well they they released two Joker books last week. I thought that was the other one.
3: I thought that was the uncovered. Anyway. I
0: anyway, so it's a book of covers which no offense to Catwoman and Poison Ivy fans, but the only reason I ever grab Catwoman or Poison Ivy books are because of the covers. <laughs> <laughs> so so I I figured this is perfect for me <laughs> to have a comic that is just covers of Catwoman and Poison Ivy. So I'll probably be grabbing those and maybe uh, picking up this Catwoman one for uh, my beloved sister because she's uh, obviously a big Catwoman fan. And it's and it's very they're all they've only got like uh, in the previews they've only got like three or four covers shown as to what's in the book. So. Uh, It should be pretty interesting to see what they include. I, I, I figured through the uh, Joker uncovered and there was only like one in there that I liked, uh, regardless of me being a Joker fan or not, as far as the covers they selected, they might be more covers that might be up your alley though, Mike, Uh, you know, very, you know, stylized kind of covers, but you know, but I'll definitely be grabbing both of these uncovered. And I was thinking about, they'd be great to like, have to, you know, frame and, uh, you know, Stuff like that. So, so
3: our, uh what I what I don't recall is do
0: these books
3: that contain a bunch of covers do they have variant covers?
0: I'd assume I'd actually assume that they're mostly variant covers.
3: No, I mean the actual book itself. Like you can get the A cover, the B cover. So it's a it's a book of covers oh. and then different covers.
0: Are there variant covers of Catman or Catwoman yeah. uncovered? Yeah. I don't know. I don't that's a good qu- I don't I don't think so. Looking through the previews, I don't think there was. They only show the one. They don't talk about others, so I'd assume it's the only one. Right. But That's a funny question though. <laughs> oh. That's
4: a-
1: all right i have another book from titan uh this is scarlet couture uh this is by des taylor i've been following him for a long time i i his i like his style of artwork a lot it's sort of like animated disney retro style um and i actually have he he, i there was another scarlet book probably published like five years ago as a graphic novel and i have it but it's just been sitting in my backlog and i've never read it um and this is a limited series it is uh I think of five maybe or four um a five it's a five issue mini series i I if if I decide to pick this up, I will probably wait for uh, a collection uh, just so it can sit side by side with the other one I haven't read previously <laughs> um, sit on the bookshelf you know in uh, in uh, you know. Nice order. So, uh, but it, 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 his, I don't know. It, it's, it's teach his own again. It's preference, but I, I really like his artwork. And, um, that alone was enough to maybe pick up the book previously. So it's, he's, he's, a, he's a neat artist. You know, draws pretty women. Uh, check him out. Des Taylor gets an endorsement from Mark Millar there. Okay. There's
0: um, your grandpa. What's up, your grandpa? We in here, we out here. What? Okay.
3: Um, all right, here. I, I accidentally put this up, and I, I saw Patrick laugh. I don't know if he knows what this one is. Um, but leave it to Marvel. Um, so it's classified. Um, it's a number one. It comes out August 30th, and they'll let you know all the information in July. But you can order it now. Mm-hmm.
0: What the heck? They don't. No, there's no title. There's no. There's actually. Isn't classified the class? So the title isn't classified. That the name no. of the title isn't classified. No, it's something else. I mean, they've got variant covers for it. They've got
3: action figure variant covers for it. They've got team variant covers for it. But that—that's the—that's all they'll tell you. So come back in July and we'll find out what this is.
1: And this isn't. The like Ms. Marvel, Death of Ms. Marvel, like
3: that's already been solicited. What what was that called? I can't remember what that was called.
1: Fallen Friend.
3: Yeah, it was initially that was you had the title, but you didn't know what it was. This is just completely blind So, in that uh, line of thinking, is this going to be another Ms. Marvel? You know, who knows?
1: I'd say the possibility is high.
3: That's what they're yeah, I think they're just following that through. So yeah. So check back. We'll find out what it is together.
1: They've they've Marvel has done this numerous times in the past. So <laughs> this is nothing new for them, but yeah, it's
0: yeah. Seems I mean, like a goofy way to solicit it.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey I I worked. <laughs> <laughs> did you really?
3: Well, Excel did. I didn't.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright, and then I guess the last one for me is uh this uh complete collection of the dark crystal creation myths. Uh oh, this is this this isn't exactly what they're showing is solicited in here. This is uh th- what what they're soliciting in here that I, I apologize I got the wrong cover, but this is Extremely similar to it, but it's just a collection of uh, the Dark Crystal creation myths. It's a prequel to the original Dark Crystal that we know. This is a big uh, hardcover book, 75 bucks. Uh, And and I guess there's going to be four of these collecting it all. So uh, it looked really cool. And I'm a big Dark Crystal fan. So again, if money was no object, I definitely would be grabbing this. Um, this is this is was written by Brian Hulkwin and uh, the covers by Brian Froud. You know, I, you know which I'm not familiar with them. You guys might be, but uh, but definitely seems cool. So this would be something I'd grab out of there as well. Do you guys know anything about this?
1: No, nope. Gotcha.
0: You guys are Crystal fans. Nah. I, I like the movie when I watched it a long time ago. That's one thing I need to review too. Is Dark Crystal, uh, their cartoon on uh, Netflix as well? I need to grab. I need to. I think those are sequels to the movie, and this comic is a prequel to the movie. So there's a whole Dark Crystal that I'm not fully aware of that I hope I love as much as the movie. So. Right.
3: Got anything else, Patrick?
0: No. I've got two did I have one extra or didn't you have 10 Pat
1: I had 10 I checked when you went when you did that when I was like did I did not have enough here but I did I had 10.
0: oh I'm sorry about it I cheated with 11. I feel bad now well
3: I've got 12.
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> but these
3: are just for the cover uh, um I mean you probably it, it's Star Wars so people probably get it for that but this is a uh this is Star Wars Dark Droids number one um, I think it's just a one-shot, from what I can tell so far. Comes out August 2nd, and this is a foil variant. And I, I think I shared with, this, you, with you guys earlier, this would look amazing
0: in foil. Yeah, definitely.
3: Glowing R2 on here. I think it's going to be great. So uh, That one, and then this one, I, I imagine Kevin's going to hate it. Uh, this is a crazy cover. I love it. Uh, this is Night Terror's Batman number 2, August 1st. And this is the one in 25. Uh, James Stokoe cover. And uh, this is so fantastic.
1: I'm yeah, I watch. like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't hate it, but yeah, you're right. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one in
3: 25. So at the very least, I'm, I'm just not going to dump $25. One more.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: Some of out there might be your thing. I love it. It's great. So that's what I got.
0: All right. I'm going to go ahead and call it now. Previews, preview, is a great success. <laughs> what to you, audience? Oh, I meant to keep track of the time on that too. Did anybody notice that? I did not. No. Well, when I'm uh, when I'm rewatching and uh, editing the podcast and all that. As the week goes on, I'll track it and uh, see how we need to address that in the future. Uh, but again, uh, everything we just showed is available in August. I mean, you can order it now. It comes It's going to be released in August. And uh, we will be doing a preview segment, uh, the first show of the first weekend show of every month, right? Or no, the second. 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 Yeah. 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 Whatever, whatever day that the second show of every month (laughs) lands on, we'll have uh, the preview preview segment in it, uh, which I'm pretty excited about doing that regular. And as with everything, you know, uh, especially when I take long trips, long uh, road trips, like I did uh, yesterday, you know, I like to revisit old episodes of us uh to see how we've changed and improved evolved, evolved uh, as time's gone on and man we have definitely done that a lot so i'm sure that same thing will apply uh as we go through uh the evolution of the previews preview so great
1: you guys have, have anything else to say about it i'm surprised no duplicates that was surprising i thought we at least have yeah. one
0: yeah yeah i was thinking are, that too. Some,
3: you know you guys both it on some that i was looking at i'm like oh that might be uh kind of
0: cool but, um, you but yeah did I, imagine I didn't have any boobs. yeah that is crazy and there was a couple that i intentionally avoided because i figured oh this is something you know pat will do this is something mike will do you know yeah. that that was another way for me to whittle down you know so, yeah that was that 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 made it even better so that's awesome we know if we all three cross over with something at some point, it's gonna be uh everybody's gonna have to go order it immediately. You
1: know? Yeah, that's why I, that's why I like that idea that we don't know going in, because if you know that's true. If we all put it on our list, it must be good. Yeah, intriguing at least.
0: Yeah. All right, Mike, you were right. I just verified, yeah, you did uh that 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 there were two Joker books solicited, or I mean not solicited, but that released this past Wednesday but the Christmas Santa Joker disturbing cover is the cover for Joker uncovered. But were you aware whenever you put that in pick three, that that entire book was nothing but Joker covers? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, all right. We ready for uh, what's coming out this Wednesday. We don't have to wait two months to get.
4: Yep.
0: All right.
3: That um, was all queued up for the picture. Alright, this week's pick three. We've got ten books here. These all hit the shelf Wednesday, June 14th. I'm gonna start it off with uh, Doctor Strange number four by Alex Ross. Then Rogue and Gambit number four, Steve Morris. Venom, Lethal Protector 2, number four. Paolo Sequera. I miss his name up every time. And uh, here with uh, the fourth book, we're going to break away from the four issues. Uh, this is Planet of the Apes, number three. Joshua Cacera. Then number five Son of Son of Origins of Marvel Comics, number one, by Nick Bradshaw. Uh, then Extreme Verse number three, Ken Lashley. Something epic number two, Seisman Kudransky, The Last Barbarian 5, Brian Haberlin, Green Lantern 2, Tony S. Daniel, and Wolverine 34 by Rob Lightbow. Man, that extreme Veniverse Veniverse freaked me out. <laughs> That's such a freaky cover. That's one that I would probably order just for the cover.
0: Yes, definitely. You, you know, I would absolutely. I, well, I'm gonna. Can we grab that? Yeah, are you gonna order it? Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna grab it <laughs> just for the cover. <laughs> and,
3: then, uh, and then there's uh, something epic that you were talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Back to the Future homage. Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Then, uh, I really like that. The Son of the Origins of Marvel Comics. That seems like a pretty cool series. Going back and telling... I guess retelling the origins? Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. So, let's start with our third most favorite. you guys have any favorites or ones that you really don't like?
0: Um... Yeah, I thought that Barbarians was pretty horrible. I didn't like that at all. Oh, wow. Um, I and thought
1: then that, I actually, that Barbarians cover was beautiful, but it just looked like somebody was drawing something from a photograph to me.
0: All right, let me backpedal a little bit just because the way Pat said that, I don't want it to seem like it's not beautiful because, yeah, I, but that's you. you more concisely said what I meant to say, Pat. See, this is the difference between our brains, but we're on the same track is that's why I don't like that cover. And I think it's ugly because it just looks like, yeah, it just looks like, a, you know, something that uh, Rose, you know, Johnny's daughter would sketch up, you know, in her in her free time. You know, nothing special about it, but it's nice. I mean, I, I can appreciate it, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what I
3: put on it. I thought it was really well done. I mean, you just gotta look at it. It's just yeah, it's very appealing. You gotta look at it. <laughs> it's, it actually uh well i don't want to ruin anything there it they may have placed
2: um, so basically you think the mona lisa sucks
3: he does that's the way he's yeah
0: hey you know what going record right now yeah i don't like the mona lisa it kind of sucks I'm i guess for
3: comic book cover yeah the mona lisa is kind of boring right <laughs>
0: yeah you put the mona lisa on a comic book i'm, I'm not going to pick it in the picture the thing was selling
2: evil games <laughs>
0: All right. You need that. Uh, the only other one I wanted to critique on is the one you mentioned that son of Origins of Marvel. I was like, oh, uh, we got a chime in from uh, our good friend Johnny there saying, Yay. <laughs> Why are you saying yay? Because uh, Rose got a shout out. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming, maybe, possibly. I could be completely self centered in that thought. I don't know. All
3: right. So let's get to all right? Thing, all right? Here's our, here's our third favorite cover of the week. Rob oh, Liefeld's homage to uh, Wolverine trade paperback. We have Wolverine number 34.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. What say you about this, Pat?
1: I, I I was interested to see it when Mike first talked about it months ago. I said not many homages to this cover that I can remember. But eh, it's just, yeah.
2: I thought it was okay, too. Uh, I well, don't like the white background with the mute colors and one colorful part.
3: That's, that's that's the homage.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like that. <laughs> that's I'm <laughs> just I don't like about the cover. Yeah. Again, you know, this is funny how this thi- this kind of thing works out because this was unintentional with the whole Spider-Man Annual number one and my comment about the top ten favorite stories of ours in comic books. This is definitely you know the original. Trade paperback is definitely, would be another top 10 favorite stories for me, which is, again, why I'm so attracted to this cover. You know, you should read this, Mm -hmm. Tyler. I think you'd love it. Hook me up with it. Oh, Johnny's commenting because 340 survived. Exactly, Johnny. Yay! I've missed you every time it's won through all of cover combat, and I hope it becomes a champ. Johnny, you're definitely going to have to uh, come to the uh, uh, episode for the finals. So we can cheer dramatically for a very long period of time when uh, 340 ends up winning the whole kit and caboodle. So. So back to
3: this cover, when Marcus <laughs> was just <looking> at him. <laughs> he said, uh, where's Wolverine? <laughs> 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 and it kind of got me wondering, I'm like, come on, Rob, where is Wolverine? Why- what? Yeah, you had to put your co creative Deadpool on there. I love Rob and his enthusiasm, but come on, man.
2: <laughs> is Deadpool in the book? No.
3: He wasn't even then it sucks. Then it sucks. He wasn't even created when his story was written. Well, what the image cover is.
2: I hate covers with characters on them that have nothing to do with the story. You're my son, that's for sure.
3: All right, let's go to number two. But, yeah back Second, to these covers back to what we're doing here yeah oh it's venom lethal protector two number four nice
0: shocking shocking that was another one i wanted to actually bash and say it didn't deserve to be on this list at all but i was trying what? to be respectful to tyler how does that not deserve it no nah, i'm list? just i'm just joking i'm, oh, just, I'm, I'm triggered just, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> got a cool corner box too going on there. Agreed. That's actually the part that I thought was the coolest about it. But it's it's a good cover. I like it. Yeah. All
3: right. And finally, for number one. it's Nice. Something nice. epic number two. Everybody loved this cover. Not me. <laughs> Everybody voted for this cover except for Patrick.
0: No. <laughs> did I? I don't think i'm over for that Yeah, no, i was kidding <laughs> oh did you did you do you do you dislike this cover pat or you just didn't like it enough to be in the top three
1: yeah i think it looks very amateurish
0: <laughs> my critique of barbarians to the t it sounds but. <laughs> yeah i guess it's just the homage that won i guess that's what yeah, that's I what guess. won the Won the voters over everybody loves back to the future and back
3: to the future won
2: the number one spot right something epic
0: all right i'm gonna have to mute out for a minute because we got a fire alarm going off right beside here because there's a firehouse
1: gotcha (laughs) yeah valor with a perfect uh, round today yeah crazy i was totally shut out
3: yeah let's see uh
1: yeah, surprisingly, every every cover
3: received at least one vote. Um, that's it. I mean, it spread the votes all around. It wasn't like it was a, a dominating win. There were only one vote between each between each uh, cover.
1: Can we go back to the ten?
3: Yeah,
1: I don't want to see that cover anymore. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like that Planet of the Apes cover too. I'm surprised it didn't place. I didn't vote for it. It was my. It was the one that made the uh, final cutoff for me. But um, yeah, yeah no. I,
3: like that. I like the Green Lantern. I mean, it's a it's a stereo just Green Lantern pose. But what I loved about it was the backgrounds.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh well.
3: And then the Rose Gambit for the girls. A Rogue Gambit for the girls oh wait yeah tyler voted
1: for that one <laughs> he is a romantic yeah
0: all right i was uh what i said while the alarm was going that i was shocked that uh pat got shut out you know
1: yeah maybe the first time ever
2: wow Would you vote for bet the three worst covers
1: <laughs> i guess so i voted for <laughs> dr strange yeah extreme venom verse <laughs> and son of origins
2: yeah I think me and you might have been the only two to vote for Extreme Venomverse.
1: That's a great cover, and I'm I uh, yeah,
3: voted for Extreme Venomverse as well.
1: I'm not a you know, I'm, you know me. I'm not the biggest Venom fan, but that's really that's really cool.
2: I think <laughs> the yeah. Green Lantern one's too basic.
1: I don't really. Like I was saying,
3: what I liked about that one was the background. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I got, I, I think I voted for Wolverine, uh, something epic, and Doctor Strange. Sorry about that. Say it again, Pat. I'm sorry.
1: The fire alarm's going off again. <laughs> yeah,
0: the coughing fire alarm right in my, my mic. My bad. His face is right here, coughing right directly so can see at my arm me. Right here. <laughs> Anyway, um, what were you saying that was a bad pick of yours, though, Pat, or Tyler? <laughs> what
3: was he saying? On this? Yeah.
0: Nothing. No. What did you run- say run- when you thought you were on mic, but you weren't? Um,
2: The Extreme Universe. As oh, I'll you know, oh. kind of say the opposite of that. It, it's like a mid-level appreciation for me. I didn't think it was that great, but... It was uh, a lot of bias. Was half my vote.
0: Mm. Oh, so you you think you picked it, but it was a bad pick, but you picked it because of bias. Right, got it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that happens to me, definitely. I
2: like it, but I probably would have picked something.
0: Else. Gotcha. What do you guys? Did you guys say something when I when the alarm was going off? I I was going to only half hearing. Did you guys say something about the Rogue Gambit cover too? What are you thinking of those?
3: I said. uh is it Rogue Gambit, you know, for I figured it would appeal to the girls. And then I said, oh yeah. wait, I you know voted for it.
0: Yeah, and Karen just realized she can vote now. She wasn't even she wasn't even voting, but she's a part of the group now, so she can vote on tech three. Yeah. yeah. She's like, dang dumb, I could have pushed Rogue Gambit through. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's like no. Hey. <laughs> Numbers, numbers don't lie. And one more vote for that book wouldn't have made it. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, Mike, uh, are we ready to do some reviews now? Yep. Okay, how'd that happen? I'm never here well, first. You're first. You're never- That's why you're first now, Mike, because you're never first. So that's right. why you're first today. I appreciate it. And yeah. this, this
3: this review is going to be uh, a first as well. Oh, okay. This is a first that's going to be a must-have, get it, or hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. All right. I read... Uh-oh. Kong, The Great War. Number one. Uh, this is the... Do- Joe DeVito variant.
0: Love this book.
3: Love it. I love that cover so much. I'm going to. Yeah. Man, I can't wait. I'm, I'm frustrated because the uh, the solicitations, they're not sharing the covers uh, very much. Um, you know, he, uh, Joe did the variant for issue number two. I can't even, it's not even in the, the solicits, the cover isn't. Um, it took forever. What do you think of this cover, Pat?
1: Um yeah i like that cover it's
0: really cool right okay yeah, it's fantastic all right i hope it's a. Mu- I hope this is a must-have
3: well i told you it's a must-have it's a get it and it's a hard pass
0: oh it's all three. Oh, i thought uh, those oh i thought you were joking uh, saying it's one of those okay no it
3: is it is each of those for your own personal reasons
0: oh wow okay
3: here's some interior this is my favorite set of panels oh, spoilers Yeah, this this is this is there's spoilers. Hey, there's a big monkey in this. (laughs) Um, I think this is great because the top two are flashback of them. uh, Basically, it's a crew in a submarine, and you know he's he's uh, the captain there on the right with the crazy uh, haircut. Um, He's you know he's talking to one of the crewmen to keep them safe, and then the bottom panel is actually. Real time after they've already crashed the submarine, and he's kind of <laughs> looking at him in a funny manner. But anyway, it was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, so this takes place in uh, 1917 um, during the Great War, World War One. Uh, so 1917, World War One ended in 1918, uh, and these are German survivors of. This is important because it's stated in the book. Um, you. 184 which was an actual submarine um, this is the u184 submarine accident and they all kind of wash up ashore some of them they all do some of them are alive some aren't and of course it's an uncharted island in the pacific um and uh, the tide's coming in so they all try to make their way to higher ground climb up the cliff and there's a uh, cave there they get in the cave and um they run into our all- everybody's favorite giant gorilla uh, Kong Um, (laughs) I love the artwork I love the cover that Joe did I I love whenever they do you know character introductions like this where they've got the the name with the guy I think it's great Um, and uh, this is just another really great example of the artwork in there okay fantastic so um, the must have is because it's King Kong Um, they get it because it's good art and it has good potential. It's not a whole lot happened in the story. I've pretty much covered everything that happened, uh, but it has great potential you know, once uh, you know, things start moving. Um, the hard pass is if you're a historian buff because the uh, U-184 was actually, uh, let me find my dates here. It was actually first launched uh, February 21st, 1942. That specific U-boat that they're referencing was in World War II, not World War One. That's just splitting hairs there, but I mean, come on, I can figure it out. There (laughs) were U-boats. There were U-boats in World War One. Just pick a different one. (laughs) But anyway, uh, personally, this is a must-have, and in general, I think uh, the story is is definitely.
0: Is a good get it got it,
3: <laughs> good. And uh, number two comes out July fifth. This one came out. I didn't get all the specifics. This one came out May tenth. Uh, the writer is Alex Cox, and the artist is Tommaso Bianchi. Good stuff.
1: All right, Pat. All right. Um. I have three here, but I'm wondering if I should just cut one, save it. Um, let's just start out with Daredevil. I read 10 and 11. All right. So we're getting near the end here. Um, this is uh, 10 is by Chip Zdarsky and Marco Chichetto, the main artist. 11 is by the artist is Rafael Della Torre, who I think has done some other issues in this run. He's not bad, he's just not Mario Ciceto. And it's 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 a shame that he couldn't have done every issue of this last run, but it is what it is. Uh, Ten sort of picks up, you know, the war between the fist and the hand has sort of ended, uh, but the Avengers have been called in, and another faction that I don't think I've mentioned in any of my reviews is the Stromwind twins. They're billionaires. And they've been doing a lot of a lot of manipulation throughout Chip Zadarsky's run. Uh, think like you know Elon Musk, Bill Gates, super evil. They basically are behind the scenes running governments and things like that. Um, and and they and they've worked together with the hand. And they're the ones that sort of were working with the hand to replace the leaders throughout the world with these hand doppelgangers. One of which Electra killed. A few issues ago she killed the U.S. president who was actually you know a puppet doppelganger from the hand and that's why the Avengers are so hot to take in Daredevil and Electra ah. so this is basically Daredevil in his you know his fist faction on their island versus the Avengers Spider-Man and the fallout from the Stromwinds. Winds. um daredevil has the the fist amulet in his possession that's supposed to be part of this big prophecy to end the hand um and he also has the book that that tells them how supposedly you know predicts the future and tells them how the hand versus the fist is going to play out so their their idea is to make sure they save these two artifacts um Meanwhile, the Avengers are trying to, you know, arrest them. And it's, it's it gr- some great artwork, some great, some more great battle scenes, uh, particularly between Electra and Captain America. Captain America eventually takes down Electra and places her under arrest. Um, Daredevil's trying to make a last-ditch effort to get away. Meanwhile, Spider-Man's haunting his heels trying to talk some sense into him they they just don't know why i think you know daredevil's doing these things um he basically outwits spider-man in the end basically lies to him you know and says you know you're right i I, i've got to end this you know goes in for the hug on spider-man then twists the knife sticks the knife in his back and webs him up with his own webs and escapes um and basically at the end uh, he there's an avalanche Dare, daredevil creates an avalanche um to try to get away and the avengers bug out of there with Electra and a lot of the uh ex-prisoners that daredevil and Electra had uh brought into their fifth army um and it looks like daredevil has died at the end of this issue under this avalanche at least that's what Cap and the avengers think you know he there's no way he's gonna escape this avalanche cut to Daredevil 11 he did escape. He he with the help of Detective Cole, who's another supporting character throughout this Chip Jazarski run. Uh, they had a, a jet and they were able to rescue Daredevil and get him out of there. But where we find Daredevil 11, he he's basically he's rock bottom. He's defeated. Electra's in prison. They, have, they you know, they've put a lot of the the his army in prison. He he feels like things are over. Detective Cole tells him to get his butt out of bed. And he needs to finish this, you know. He, he, as Daredevil, he needs to wrap things up and move on. So, Matt Daredevil goes to this book, you know, this this book of the hand or the book of the fist that tells this prophecy. He reads it. You don't really know what he reads. They they kind of leave this as the mystery, you know. He, he's as he's reading the the book, the pages are disintegrating, but he's he thinks he's getting this final profit from this book that he must complete um and the next thing you know he shows up the strong winds the billionaires front door and says look i can't win this with all your money and influence um i basically give up he surrenders to them and says i i will basically be your puppet and work for you if you let my wife. Remember, they're married now. Uh, let her go, and you wipe her record clean, and you wipe the record record clean of all of my uh, fist army, all the ex-villains, whatever that they're trying to rehabilitate on the island. Uh, that we're doing battle with against the hand. Um, the 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 Stromwinds say, sure, but you know we can't trust you and daredevil seals the deal in a fashion i'm not going to reveal here <laughs> it's 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 too shocking uh i don't want to spoil it if you do read this um now keep in mind daredevil has when 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 he when daredevil electric became king and queen of the fist they they gained some extra powers they have like sort of s- extra strength they have some regenerative uh properties in their body um that can give you a possible hint of where i'm going with this big spoiler at the end here but it it was shocking you know i I was like where where do they go from here um and we we know the book is winding up we know things will like all books owned by major companies like dc and marvel there's going to be a reset button um but it's one of those reset buttons where you think how how does the next creative team reset this button you know yeah,
3: Right them into a corner
1: yeah um it's a great corner it's ex- an exciting uh edge of your seat corner it's like where what is going to happen here what how did this happen i can't believe they did this um you would like to think when you make a deal with the devil it's not going to work out well for you so i think that's kind of where they're going here um but uh yeah it's these like this whole series this whole run of 13 issues have been it's it's a get get it for definitely for me i recommend getting it for everyone bordering on must have um just just superb artwork from marco chichetto uh chips at rc has shown to me that he he is a top tier writer and can play in this marvel universe sandbox using these uh characters um to their best to his best ability, I think he really gets the most out of uh the characters he writes, uh, pre existing characters that he writes. And um, <laughs> two more issues to go. I'm really looking forward. I, 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 it's funny, I was actually found myself at the comic shop this week and I saw 12 sitting there and I was tempted to, to buy it off the rack, but I, I didn't. Um, rather
0: than wait for years to come,
1: yeah, exactly. That takes me back to the good old days. I remember when I was in college, you know, I was, I was ordering books through the mail even back then, and I, I was so into John Byrne's West Coast Avengers run that I would, you know, on my way home, I would come home for the weekends, and I would stop at the comic shop on my, on, on Fridays, and I was buying that West Coast Avengers because I just couldn't wait. So this this kind of harkens back to those days where it's just just so good. I, I hate to see it to know that it's out there that i could read it and have to wait for wow. my uh, comic to come in the mail so yeah these two are uh definite uh i'd say uh, you know i get it. it at the very least to get it for everyone
0: wow that's a that's a huge ringing endorsement awesome well <laughs> yeah, i'm thankful I, i'm getting them all already
3: you know, <laughs> i've been loving this even, even the prior series quite a bit so I'm, i keep telling myself i need to dig those out and just yeah point to, to focus on reading those because the way, the way he talks, and, and it, it, you know, it's almost like this is going to be just a classic run on Daredevil that people are going to go back to yep. you know, as one of the best.
1: Awesome. Now, Kevin, did, did you put yourself at the end because you don't have anything?
0: No, I have one. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll,
1: yeah. You want me to save my other one?
0: Well, it's up to you because I only have one. I don't have two. So it, it's going to be a little shorter than I usually am if you want to do your third one.
1: Okay. I'll do it just because I've been talking about this book. It's fantastic for number seven slash 700. It was an oversized issue. Now, I will give them credit here that this is all the extra pages are all dedicated to the single story here. Nice. Uh, unlike that Spider-Man, the, yeah. the 25 that I talked about a couple weeks ago, I never even, I can't remember how I even didn't mention the fact that it was oversized that few extra dollars and the backup story was horrible. Um, this is all one long story But this is, you know, by this creative team of Ryan North and Ibon Coelho uh, back to the main creative team, the main artist. Basically, the Fantastic Four have made it to Aunt Petunia's house, which is where they're going on this road trip. That's Ben's aunt. Um, And they basically laid out to the to Reed and Sue and Johnny that their plan was to stay here the entire year while they wait for the Baxter building to come back into sync with our time. so I don't know if that's what we're going to get here is that they're staying at this vacation home for a year but uh, and uh so the main gist of this is they 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 settle in doing home improvement projects because that's just what you want to see out of your comic of the Fantastic Four is you want to see them putting a new roof on the place um, uh and Aunt Petunia warns them that there's a ghost in this house just you know by the way there's a ghost in this house so <laughs> They, they go about doing all these things and they start struggling to find certain words and they through you know read over science things realizes that they are words from their the alphabet are actually disappearing for them they can't and if they don't have the letters of the alphabet they can't make words and they can't speak to each other and basically we're left with I think maybe four to six pages of the Fantastic Four singing the ABCs uh, where the, you know certain letters keep dropping out as we progress, they're losing more and more letters from the alphabet. Does this sound like sound like an exciting comic to you? Or a...
4: No.
1: So they're left with three letters at the end: O, M, and D. Can you make any words out of O, M, and D? that Come off the top of your head that might relate to this cover.
3: Yeah, Doom. There
1: you go. <laughs> I'm terrible at. It.
3: It
1: trivia. <laughs> <laughs> <Middles>. <laughs> yes, you can't spell doom With O, D, and M So, this was all a plot Of Dr. Doom's I'm not sure why he needed to do this In front of the Fantastic Four Just he's maybe to rub up. Yeah um, But he the, the, the reason he's doing this is valid He's upset about Reed's solution Of, of shunting the Baxter building a year into the future because Valeria is in the Baxter building and he's Valeria's Godfather. He, he will not, he made a pact with the fantastic four that nothing will ever happen to Valeria. So he thinks he's going to succeed where Reed failed and bring them back in the sink, you know, and Reed's Tom, no, 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 no. This, this was a last, last ditch effort. It barely worked for me. I don't want you messing with this. Well, I, of course that's not going to stop Dr. Doom. Um, He he begins to try to fix it and we get into the old classic time loop trope, you know, where he tries something, it doesn't work. He tries something else, a little variant, it doesn't work. So we get page after page of that, and it it, at the end of this whole thing, he realizes that his future self has perfected the timeline the best it can already. So any attempts he makes to try to change this is never gonna work and, and it's driving him insane so he decides to go back to the point in this this issue where he confronts the fantastic four and sabotage himself so he never has to go through all of this time looping and that's what he does he, he makes it so the fantastic four easily defeat him before he starts doing the time loop thing and he takes off and that's the end of the issue I mean, I I don't know where I'm at with this this Ryan North. He, he just I don't know.
3: Not not had... Yeah, I haven't heard heard good things about his writing.
1: It's it's weird because I hadn't either. But you know, I I look to see just like the Spider Man thing, like um I'm, I'm it's it's the same thing but opposite for me here. Um, I go I'm looking at these other reviews and everybody hates the Spider Man book right now, where I think it's. Even though you may not like the choices that are being made, it's being well written. On the other hand, people seem to love this Fantastic Floor book, and it's hot garbage on this to me. It's like I don't this isn't the Fantastic Floor book I want, that's for sure. So to just to wrap it up, it's 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 a forget it again. Um people say that you know the same. you know, the artwork's great too. I just don't like this guy. He's he makes the women seem too young. Um, it's just, there's just something about it, and I don't, I don't like his thing. And uh, it, it's all adding up to you know how much longer do I stick with this book? So, right. yeah,
0: which is tough for you. This one being your your jam too. So, right? Yeah,
1: but there's been points where I've I, I've checked out even though i think probably i've i've kept collecting it i haven't read it but th- i'm getting to the point where uh, do i do either with this book you know so it's yeah series say again mike
3: just wait until this series is over they get a new number one new creative team
0: and- <laughs> Yep.
1: what
0: what do you think what did you say what you think of the art in general inside the interiors what'd you
1: say it's 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 competent it's just yeah. it, the style just doesn't do it for me gotcha there's something lacking. I think, I don't know, I hate to, I hate to say this, but I, I think he's a digital artist and I. it seems like I can always spot that. And it I just, something just seems off to me about it. Uh, I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> so two, two, two strong get it's and probably a strong forget it.
0: Okay. So we basically we've gotten six reviews so far. Mike did a get it, forget it, and a hard pass. Now Pat's got a get it borderline must-have and a forget it. Uh what is in store for me? Um I got back to Monstrous. Okay. I Ooh, uh read one. This is like six issues. I <laughs> yeah. No, this is number, this isn't the cover for number seven, although you're accurate. I started reading the volume two trade paperback, uh, but this is, but you know, I like how it is laid out with the cover of number seven, and then you read number seven, and then it has a wrap up of number seven, then it has a cover of number eight, yada, yada. Yeah, so it's really cool. So yeah, I read um, issue seven, I think. This is an especially long issue too. I think it was it was actually like thirty pages, which then if you got a, you know, if you got a comic book with the ads and everything in it, it might have been a forty-page book. So this may have been a double-sized issue. It's possibly what I'm thinking. I'm not sure though because obviously I don't own it. Um, but anyway, it did seem a little longer than the others. Um, but without kind of recapping everything. Uh, from the previous six issues I reviewed, uh, the, the girl on the cover is Micah, Micah, you know, we talked about me mispronouncing her name before, and, uh, she's got her little Fox friend with her on the cover there. I forget her name. And then she's got a cat kind of necromancer. He's kind of a, a little sorcerer. He talks and stuff too that the Fox girl is, uh, you know, holding on the cover as well. And, uh, we're following these three. That's where we're, we're left with, uh, the characters that we've had the experiences in the first six issues with, and we move to a, um, new area called Thalia, I believe it is, um, uh, to where Micah is still on a journey to discover things about her past because she is kind of embedded inside her with this mysterious evil force. I I likened it to kind of a Venom thing uh, in the previous six issues where it controls itself, but they're together. So they're kind of working together to uh, go on this journey together. Uh, But like I said, in issue seven, we're currently at a new location where it's basically just Micah investigating, like she revisits the home she grew up in and uh, she meets up with some old friends to try to recruit them to come with them on the journey. Because again, reminder, uh, there are two uh, arcane factions called the Dawn and the Dusk, uh, which the Arcanics are people that are half animal half human and uh, the dawn and the dusk are two rival factions of the arcanics uh, humans are also after Micah and uh, they think Micah has uh, a special weapon slash uh, you know some there's a power out there that they think they can get not understanding that the power is actually this mysterious demon or whatever it is inside Micah. So she's kind of on the run. She's on the run to discover more about her past that she can't remember. She's also on the run to discover how to get rid of this evil demon. Cause like I said, he's kind of his own thing inside of her controlling himself. Uh, she hates it because it can basically take her, take over her, you know, facilities. And she, you know, she's like eating sheep in the middle of the night. And, uh, when people turn up dead around uh, this, these three characters as they journey anywhere, um, Mike is always wondering, did I do that kind of thing, you know? Um, So she wants to get rid of this mysterious demon inside her. So that's part of her journey as well. Um, Not much happened in this issue. It is a very kind of, not only an investigative issue to, her continue her journey to where she needs to go next kind of thing. But it also kind of becomes an issue of explaining her past quite a bit because every time she comes up to a new character that she uh, had a history with, they briefly explain that history. So we essentially learn something new about Micah, you know? So uh, it's an interesting enough issue, obviously. I shouldn't say obviously, but it continues to be beautiful art. Uh, inside for sure, and um, I enjoy the writing in general. Something new is happening to me with Monstrous, though. And I'll give you a hint. It might just have to do with things I said about Star Wars Visions Season 2 last week, if you recall that review. Um, there are things that I'm coming to notice more and more about Monstrous that... I feel like I may have not noticed before that maybe my irritations with Vision 2, Visions Season 2 brought out in me is this is very written towards kind of a female audience. You know, um, there are very few male characters at all, and like none of them are focused on, and even I would say, nine out of 10 male characters are all arcanics that are creatures. Like it's a big male lion, you know, as far as just having like straight up, you know, male humans, there's like, they're like non-existence in this, which is fine. Obviously the fact that this book exists does not bother me at all. Um, I, I can appreciate that there are people that want this. Um, and that, you know, the creative team on this are obviously two women and, uh, you know, I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's just, it is kind of standing out to me that this book really might not be for me. Um, so I'm not gonna, I'm definitely gonna read through all of uh, the trade paperback for volume two. But again, I don't know whether it's something that vision's brought out in me or whether it's always been this way, you know, but but either way, you know, I, I feel like the, the first six issues... Were more what's the you know for men and women, um, but in this one it kind of stood out to me that it's more being written for females to enjoy, which again like like I said it's fine and and, and I love original. This is my big beef with you know with especially uh, gender swapping characters and and all these other changes that they make in characters that if they're going to create something fresh, uh, for the sake of you know they want to provide content for the female audience, I love that. That's great. You know, but it obviously just may not be for me, you know, because, uh, I am, I am enjoying this overall. It is, it is a good story. This issue seven, it's kind of a little bit of a lame duck as far as anything really eventful happening. Um, but, but it's still well-written and the art's beautiful. And, and I'm going to, like I said, at least read through to 12. And then before I make a decision as to what I'm going to do, regarding getting future issues you know if it keeps moving further away from me or it does something to bring me back in a little bit as uh, yet to be seen but i definitely recommend this as a get it just just be aware that uh, it does seem to be written more towards to a female audience uh, you know so um,
3: so it's fine i always assumed it would because
0: of the creative team yeah 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 but I, like i said I, I feel like in the first six issues I didn't have that same experience you know what else might be adding on to it is Ahsoka's coming out which I'm torn with Ahsoka because man you've watched the trailers for Ahsoka and it doesn't seem to be any dude that isn't an evildoer in that show at all every every character in that's females that I love too I love Hera I love uh, Ahsoka you know so I'm definitely gonna check Ahsoka out but that's kind of standing out i don't know why this is standing out to me a lot right now exactly maybe it's because of all three maybe it's because i'm reading this monstrous and ahsoka's coming out and i just caught visions you know you know how you know how it works you know if you get a lot of that same kind of thing you start to notice it more you know so
3: this yeah this is the first issue of the new story arc as well so you know she may have had that done and then you know they usually take a break and then work on some more so uh her direction her her writing style may have changed
4: yeah
3: from, or the direction that uh, she may have plotted it out further but who knows um
0: yeah
3: but I mean, obviously like you said i mean she's a well-established writer she used to write x-men to it
0: um, yeah she it's it's definitely a good issue it just like i said might not be for me so yeah. definitely definitely get it uh as well on this so
3: yeah. i think oh. these, these books i, I I've, I've been getting them I think these are all definitely get it for me, at the very least for the artwork.
0: Yeah, um,
3: it was just it is one of the most beautiful things out there.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. So awesome! Awesome! Uh, mostly a positive week. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are both tiptoeing uh, um, both ends of the spectrum with both ears, though. So, get <laughs> times too. Well,
3: the hard pass is more of a joke thing. Mine. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I
0: know. <laughs> All right, I can't wait to see. And I know, I know one thing um, that you're. Well, I'm hoping one thing that you're going to show this like Oh, and before we get into the horizon, Pat, I, you know how we talked about this before. You want suggestions? I know we were talking about mostly to the audience, but I'd like to put in a suggestion i mm-hmm. want to see the toys that you're talking about in your previews preview comic. sorry about my delay again i'm not mm-hmm. doing all that right now um <laughs> you see what i'm doing uh-huh. <laughs> um but you know that comic that you had in the previous preview i want to uh, yeah. see yeah. those toys
1: space, man. Yeah.
0: yeah okay all right that's my request for the future
1: right.
0: uh, but let's see what's better than uh two uh hot toys batman <laughs> okay
1: So what is better than two Hot Toys Bat I know, I know. Gonna yeah, Don't answer that, we're not going to go there yet okay. Let's start with something much Cheaper than Hot Toys, these were two Two announcements late in the week This week from Super 7, that is Princess Bride is getting reaction Figures Any fans of the Princess Bride? Hello!
0: There you go, Karen Karen's a huge fan of the Princess Bride which i am too i love the princess pride it's great obviously and i'm going to use the word obviously i'm not going to backpedal on that princess Bride is obviously great everybody should love it right
3: yeah, yeah you're right but i like hundred dollar bills too and that's a hundred dollar bill sitting right
1: there yes yeah, so i was going to say correct mike that is twenty dollars each equals one hundred dollars for the whole line right there
0: well, I'm, I'm a fan of them watching the movie, not, not the action. <laughs> <laughs> and if Karen wants these and she wants someone else to get them, it's going to take five birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> or five different people.
2: Yep, exactly,
0: Mike. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe get a pre-order discount or wait for them to hit clearance.
0: Those are uh, cool, though. Definitely, those are cool.
1: Yeah, uh... Also from Super Seven Reaction, we have another wave of treehouse. I have a
0: point of order. Point of order. You're supposed to say what, Kevin? Anyway, I don't think that's how they do it. I know. know, (laughs) Bottom. I have to point this out. You know, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. It is so crazy how things play out with each other, right? Because we were just talking about the Princess Bride last week when I was talking about Pat's Matina trickery or possibly not trickery regarding cover combat and referencing the cover co- or the Princess Bride scene where he's like you thought you would think I'd put the poison in my drink but then I would know you'd think that so I'd put it in your drink you know that old thing.
1: <laughs> that's right I forgot about that
0: that's crazy how that works out right yep anyway
1: yeah anyway this is just another round of uh, Treehouse of Horror Figures um
0: so good, so good. I would yeah. love to see a big fan of these and all of these together. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah. uh So you know, if you want all four of these, it's only eighty dollars, Mike. So you might consider that.
0: <laughs> Are you getting all any right.
1: Uh Probably not. No. Okay. All right. I think my days of collecting Simpsons action figures ended a long time ago. I was I was uh, all in on Playmates World of Springfield. I have, I probably have a ninety-five to ninety-seven percent complete collection.
0: Oh wow!
1: The Playmates Simpsons figures, everything. I like
0: that.
1: Yeah. We're, if you want to come dig through the boxes in my attic, you can see them. But that's okay. Uh... <laughs> okay.
3: Did you get the REM ones? I did. Uh... <laughs> Mike's you know, like, My birthday's
1: coming soon. Yeah, I'll take those, and you'll be ninety percent complete. Now that I think of it, I in some weird for some weird reason. So, so what happened with those ones was um those weren't made by Playmates; they were made by NECA. Okay, they're sort of in scale with the Playmates figures, and there that line was like all celebrity or very weird. Uh, offshoots of the main characters and for some reason I think I have bootlegs of those of that wave oh really I, yeah okay. very strange anyway
0: yeah
1: <laughs> because that was the thing you know it was like you know 15 20 dollars per member of a band and they did Aerosmith they did REM Uh who else did they do there was, there was more than... There was another band, too, if, I, if I'm remembering are you, correctly. Are you using the term bootlegs
0: uh, loosely, too? Like it was just knockoffs as opposed... Or were they literally bootlegs?
1: Uh, they were bootlegs. It, it it seemed like for a period of time there, there were some nefarious dealings with NECA over in China, and a lot of the NECA figures were getting bootlegged over there. Wow. You, you could, I mean... You would get, I think, if I again remembering correctly, I think they came in like a box instead of carded and they were uh, like bagged. Or no, they had like paper rectangular boxes inside a larger overall box versus Lister carded like uh, reaction figures here. Is, very bootlegged
0: action, is bootlegged action figures still a thing now? Yes. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Didn't even dawn on me.
1: Yeah. We, we actually talked about that a little bit, I think, when you were looking at giving maybe some of those Revoltech, uh, Cap- like Captain America, the, the Marvel figures. I think it was Revoltech or uh, Amazing Yamaguchi. Those those are known to be bootlegged pretty right Oh, rapidly.
0: yeah, you did mention that. That's true. Okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <clears> throat> uh, throat> so, let go, let's do a little Hasbro. Uh, what this is June, right? And what does June mean? It's GI June. No, not
0: quite. that's GI January. <laughs> no, it's it's G. it's it's June I Joe. It's so... <laughs> What is
1: it? I forget. <laughs> I hate when the Peng- Penguins play June I Joe at the Penguins games. That drives me nuts. <laughs> uh, it's Yo Jo June.
0: Yo Jo June. <laughs> all
1: right great and i mentioned the fact that they're gonna do a hazlab if you if you remember that uh i do it was revealed last week it's already been funded it is this dragonfly copter um calling it operation dragonfly it 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 funded within the first couple days or i don't have the exact details but it's it's already fully funded now they're on to the stretch goals um you can see there's there's everything it's 275 dollars you know and you know it's cheaper like we go we always go back to that to the ghost rider charger that they tried to haslab last year um and it was 350 uh this seems like a very similar product uh you know
0: it seems bigger though
1: yeah it probably is bigger but just an overall I'd say because of all the swap out parts for the charger and all the light up features although there is light up features here there I think there were some more in depth you know features for the It bottom line I think they were kind of on even terms but I think what kicked it up the extra 75 bucks or whatever is because you know they have the Marvel license to deal with here Hasbro owns G.I. Joe so
0: uh
1: Potentially, that's an answer as to why this isn't as expensive.
0: That makes um, sense. Yeah.
1: And you can see that the, the, their target was uh, 10,000 backers. Uh, when I took this screenshot yesterday, they, they were at 12,000 in some odd backers. So it's fully funded. They're onto the stretch goals. Um, we'll go through some picks real quick here. That's a little uh, better picture. It comes with one figure, Wild Bill. Uh, there it is. There's there's sort of the dimensions on it. Yeah,
0: this is awesome. So
1: awesome. A, here's a pic uh, next to an actual human. Yeah. Has the Jojo development team. This is a prototype, unpainted, but you can see the scale of the whole thing.
0: Oh, um, so good. You know, I, I think, uh, and I, this might just be me thinking, which doesn't make sense sometimes, that uh, maybe this got back to because. I feel like there's a wider audience for something like this than, uh, you know, than Ghost Rider, which was cool. But, you know, if, if you aren't like a comic person, but this could be just, you could love helicopters and love this. You know, I mean, G.I. Joe fan, but then this is just an awesome toy. This is the one I was actually referring to when we started that I am I was excited to see because I actually did see a few pics of this in uh-huh. my eye in my social media stream as well and and man i just think it's so awesome i if i had the money this would be something you know that i would be in on it's so cool
1: yeah it's pretty neat um there's the there's the wild bill figure it comes with and these are their stretch goals they're they're saying that uh you know they have three more figures lined up they announced the first one um which is uh ripcord Uh, He unlocks at 13, so they're very close to unlocking him. Um, I don't, if I could see better, I think maybe that's 16,000 backers and then 19,000 backers for the next two figures. So they've got, you know, they've got a few weeks um, before the uh, campaign ends. Actually, 38 days as of yesterday. So they, they, I, 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 I imagine they'll get hit all their goals. They did with the his tank, which was the previous Haslab, lab G I Joe project. Um, so yeah, there seems to be, you know, a lot of support behind the, the G I Joe line. So and let
0: me, let me ask you to clarify this, the way stretch goals work too. So whenever they meet that point that they want to add another figure, it doesn't get added to what you're getting, right? That's just another thing they're adding to offer, Right. It's still going to cost more, right? It's not included. Yeah,
1: it will not cost more. That's the thing. They the, the, the more people that go in, the the better the deal becomes.
0: Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's okay. To sweeten that, the that's pot, awesome. yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: to sweeten the pot and get more backers.
0: Okay, very cool. Yeah, love it. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, that's
0: so not how uh, Kickstarter works, is it? Because Kickstarter if you keep going to the higher add-ons or whatever it costs you more and more money it's just they need more backers to get to that point right it works both
1: right? yeah it works both ways there, there oh, can be okay. add-ons that you pay extra for uh but these are stretch goals that just get unlocked and are included with the base you know yeah, that,
0: i love that that's cool okay got, yeah. it. got
1: it yeah that's that's yeah that's what you want yeah <laughs> you you, you you don't the add-ons are great if you want extra little things here and there but yeah the the unlockables that's that's what if you're a backer that's what you want you, that's why you try to get that's the whole crowdfunding thing where you try to spread the word and try to get more people to back because the more people to back the more you get gotcha uh we'll stick with uh marvel they announced a new wave of marvel legends uh, a lot of uh, three figures based from the new Marvel's The Marvel's movie Captain Marvel Ms Marvel rest in peace <laughs> and, and Photon uh the rest of this wave are comic book based we have a commander rogers figure he was one of the very first Marvel legends under Hasbro he, so he's getting a re-release not Overly fond of the head sculpt on this guy. I don't know if you can really get good. his good. Yeah, right it does
0: in. look great. Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah, all he comes with is uh his translucent shield, which is like an energy shield that he used at the time. I love I love this outfit. This is this is when Bucky took over as Captain America and Steve became Commander Rogers. And I actually love this uniform. And I and the the shield was cool. It was good, you know, it was a good answer to having Bucky as Captain America at the time mm. <coughs> but uh, yeah I don't know about that face yeah and this is a hero's return Iron Man another Iron Man I mean
0: yeah I, I never liked that Iron Man head I've never been to that
1: is this uh, who did Heroes Return was it did the image you guys come back for that too I can't I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, another Inhuman to add to your collection. This is Karnak. If you like the Inhumans, you probably like this decision. But yeah, you
0: know. everyone else
1: no. Yeah. <laughs> and so, to sorry, Mike. I... Was that Tyler? That,
0: that was Tyler. Yeah, yeah.
1: What would he say? He.
2: Six people buy that figure.
3: <laughs> That's not getting any stretch goals unlocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, and, and this is kind of what gets me, especially it seems with Target, with the way they have been distributing Marvel Legends, where they've gone to this, I don't know, strategy where uh, stores, I don't know if it's the stores ordering this or Hasbro just distributing this way, but they distribute a case of just one figure and you'll oftentimes see like that. That's the fear here, where they they get a whole case of Karnak, and that's all they have for this wave. Uh, I it, really it, please. It, it's it's annoying the way they've gone to these full figure cases instead of doing waves. They do both. Both are available for stores to order, but for some reason it seems like Target, and I don't know if this is in the if you've noticed this is in the start, War's End, Tyler, if they're doing it there too. But I, I hate I hate when you see like just a peg of one figure and nothing else from the wave.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty common.
1: Uh the last one to round out the this wave is uh, the Young Avenger uh Marvel Boy from the Young Avengers. The, um newer character. Um, I think he's got a kind of a following behind him. Hmm. In if you've been following along if you noticed what the pieces that were included with all of the uh, figures in this wave it is a build a figure totally awesome hulk uh,
0: that looks kind of cool though i'm not a big totally awesome hulk fan but it looks pretty good though yeah the looks like this. yeah
2: so the that's build a figures haven't worked with me yet. Yeah, I've been inclined to buy four figures that I don't want just to get the one.
0: Do you have that one Venom Biddle build a figure though?
2: I bought it by itself. Okay, when that's... someone already built it,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> for someone else to build it,
2: right? Even with Konshu, they had Miss Marvel and a couple other characters I didn't want, but they're still 25 bucks a pop. So
1: I'd
3: rather just
1: buy conscience himself off eBay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, and uh, to wrap it up, we'll go to some hot toys. Uh, I asked what is better than two Batman? Well, wait, what, hold on one second. We won't go there yet. We have the Flash. An you actual teaser,
4: fl- you teaser.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I've been showing Batman from the Flash movie, so I figured I'd better show the Flash.
3: Yeah, the Flash Flash
1: movie. movie. Now I don't know if there's a reason they waited till you know after the Batman to to show the Flash figure. I have no idea. Uh, But this is your hot boys Flash coming in at two hundred ninety dollars. Jeez. There we see him in action. There we see him on a a base, a light up base. Uh, Here we have, you know, his his unmasked and masked head with the separate rolling eyeballs.
0: Wow. That's hey, real. That is yeah, that's a sculpt there. Rolling eyeballs. I've never heard of
1: that articulation. We discussed this on the show a few weeks ago, Tyler. You should tune in sometime. We uh they,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's weird. Uh, they they used to be known for purrs, which the eyeballs would stay perpendicular to each other when you move them. So you you can see the, the, the you could open the back of the head. And you can position the eyes to be looking whatever way you want, want to. It used to be that they were in parallel to each other. So they'd always be looking in one direction. Well, now the eyeballs are actually like separate. So you you could ultimately make a cross-eyed Ezra Miller here if you wanted to. Isn't that cool? That's pretty
0: yeah, really cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that looks like, a, geez, that looks like a photograph. We were talking about that before with Batman too. Yes, man, it's so good.
1: Uh there's a special edition and a collector's edition. The only difference is the special edition comes with a life-size flash ring, as you can see in this picture here. No difference in cost. You just have to get in early and get the special edition.
0: Huh, that's cool.
1: (laughs) And there's sort of that, you know, the the show piece where it shows all the all the things that comes with. The ring, the bases, the extra hands. Um, You can you can see in the one picture there, which they didn't have uh, a separate shot on its own, but the one at least one or two of the face plates, is you can see that sort of blurred. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense if you're going to put him in some certain positions with those uh, effects attached to him, that his face would be blurred too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They think of everything. It's awesome.
1: Okay, so we'll finally answer the question what's better than two hot toys, Batman. And I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. Um, This is a weird one. And there's no pricing on this one yet. They they just showed the pictures of, they showed, you know, all the spec pictures, just like the flash, but so far I haven't uh, seen a price. And it, this seems to be a hot toys exclusive. So you would actually have to order it directly from them. Um, This is the Warner brothers, 100 Batman figure. Which is basically the dark knight that they've already released but they're doing it in sort of comic book colors yeah i was gonna
2: say uh, blue. i don't like
1: it yeah uh, hmm, hmm. Mm, not, can we see know. more Damn. yeah you can see more but already you're sort of uh mimicking what i've seen from the general public
0: okay there mm. base a
2: little, looks a little better when he's like
0: that his knees blown out <laughs> I ain't paying attention to his knees yet, so I'm paying attention to his cow. Yeah, Making a kissy face. No, he's talking there. He's not making a kissy <laughs> face. He's in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> no, that's kissy face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go that. I
3: mean, I'm not a fan of that cow because of the way that I,
0: uh, yeah
3: the kind of curves. And up at the top, I prefer straight up.
0: Well, this is, you know, when he became kind of more of a realistic cow in the uh, later movie. Yeah. You yeah know, called, I, 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 you know, I'm not, I grew, I grew to like it. Uh, yeah. I, I see, definitely understand what you're talking about, Mike, but I, I grew to like, not I should say I grew to not mind it, I should say. I
1: yeah. Know. That's that's one of the one things that always bugged me about Christian Bale's Batman. I didn't like that look. It makes yeah. sense because yeah, full full range of motion with his head. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's,
0: yeah, that's the biggest reason I was sold on it because they kind of explained that in the movie too, which helped, you know. So, well, uh, yeah, I'm kind of torn. I'm torn. It looks cool and it doesn't at the same time. <laughs> I'm torn. Can
2: Batman and Homer,
0: but I'm not
1: quite digging it. Yeah, uh, you're not alone. There's a lot of people that didn't really uh, care for this. Um, so we
0: can. So so this was something that I don't think you've ever showed us on the horizon on comics and collectibles in the crawl space, but because this must've been far enough back that you're saying there's another figure that's exactly like this. That is all the appropriate movie colors. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say ex- exactly, but I'm, I'm guessing that they reused a lot of the elements from that Christian Bale dark Knight from back in the day. Cause there, oh. there are there, there's, I'm, I'm betting there's more than one. They probably did one for each movie.
4: Ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know? um, yeah, they but, lines in that costume. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, you know, we, we've seen this with McFarlane's, uh movie Maniacs uh, or whatever they're branding it, is that, you know, they're pushing out a lot of this Warner Brothers 100 product, and this is uh, just another example. So, well, you, you know, the one thing to keep in mind, Kevin, if you're on the fence on this, keep in mind it's probably going to be like $350, so... <laughs> you don't have to think about it
0: too, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i'm just on
0: the fence about my opinion not whether i'm actually gonna buy it or not
1: yeah well even right, still mike. you could you could use that to influence your uh, overall mike, like or mike. dislike
0: right mike if... <laughs> what's <that? Yeah>. up <laughs> i just was playing peek-a-poo with you i thought this was gonna be a new tradition what's up mike yes. that's why i'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry my... sorry pat
2: if you gave hey, yeah. that to me, I'd probably enjoy it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's it for the Rising. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't <mean> to...
3: <laughs> I didn't mean to check out the military thing, but I only brought uh, two and a half hours for the coffee, so I had to go.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so good. Yeah. You guys are so good at your segments. Every every week, you guys make me want to be better. Okay,
3: y'all are yeah, so trying awesome.
0: to make you better. Just get there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> working on it, Mike. geez that was fire. <laughs> hear how mean he was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah, seriously though, no, good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. yeah all of it. So uh okay yeah, I'm 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 ready to uh recap it up and talk about it some more in different ways. Are you guys? Kind of. All right. <laughs> roll roll that now. I'll, I'll try to catch up. I'll go <laughs> Tyler was just bashing you behind the scenes, Mike. Good, tell him.
2: No, no, that's okay. Go ahead and tell him. No, no,
0: no, okay. oh, and tell him.
2: The, the Conan number three spec totally
0: took off. Remember the Conan number three spec that you recommended? Yeah. He found it in a dollar bin. Oh, he's yeah. A, that was, yeah, that was a hot flash. Boy, that was a quick flip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's not lying. He says that all the time.
3: Right? Yeah, that, those are there are some you gotta you gotta strike while it's hot because it'll cool off and you'll find them in dollar bins. All right. Especially My if point point. it was only hot because of the controversy. Once people forget about the controversy, people forget about it.
1: Yeah. That's true. I forget the controversy.
3: It was the uh uh, character that, the female character that was used the same name as um, Sacagawea I think.
1: Oh, yeah, and, maybe I kind of like remember that something. About
3: and stuff like that. And, uh, it was it was made up controversy. People get upset about. It.
0: Well, most <laughs> of them are, yeah.
3: Anyway, um,
0: yeah, come back around.
3: I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, so you're saying you're not quite ready? Yeah, I forgot to take notes. Okay. What you got, Pat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wise, wise words uh, that Kevin learned. Don't look at covers minimized.
0: Uh, you took one of Karen's. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, more wise, wise, wise words. Don't sleep on uh, Avatar making the big bucks. Because everybody else is watching it but you, okay, apparently. Mike, you ready now?
3: I'm not. I'm I'm striking out. I really can't. Karen's got one. Karen saves the day. And it better not be clapping.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs)
0: Acceler needs an exterminator. Good job, Karen. Yeah.
1: Um, got, I really man? don't have much. I I I, I just want to say because I have seen uh, uh, Taylor, Tyler, whatever his name is, Kevin, you can fill me in. I've seen his shirt. Does he have a quick rundown of his impressions of three Rivers Comic Con? They could give us.
0: Uh, Tyler, come over here. No one can hear you over there. He 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 checked out as soon as the recap. Well, was he happened. he can
1: he can rotate back in if he's not ready to do it right now. Okay, I just okay. want you to know. Uh,
2: my recap of Three Rivers Comic Con. Yeah. Basically,
0: what do you feel about? It? How do you feel about it? How was it? Well, it was my first one, so right? I don't have a
2: lot of basis. But from what I thought, wait, that was your
0: first con in general. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I realized I didn't realize that enjoyed too.
2: it. There was a lot of people there. I thought it was it was a little smaller than I expected, but that just might be the area. Okay. But there were a couple artists like Rick Leonardi was there. I don't know who else. But overall, I really enjoyed my time there. Did you visit Rick? No, because it cost money.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. He was free at ours, wasn't he? Um, it's like- I, it might have been
3: like 5 or $10 for a signature.
0: But- oh. Hmm.
3: Well, I walked over there,
2: and I get starstruck. We all do. And I hadn't actually read anything 2099 yet. I was just always a fan of the image. So I didn't want to go up there... And say, hey, I love 20 and then not have anything to talk about. And then he whips
0: out with a, what's your favorite thing about him?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite panel? So I was mostly too nervous to go over there. And then I saw the price tag board next to him. So then I just
0: didn't get any closer. Well, like I told you, he was probably my least favorite experience because I tried to joke with him and he wouldn't have it. I tried, yeah. I tried my little charming little jokey jokes and he was straight face the whole time i was like all right but can you face this way and take a picture now i would
2: definitely go talk to him now though since i read a bunch of this stuff
1: nice okay all right there you go pat or you could you could bring up the common shared experience you could say hey you remember when my dad met you
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: that'd be perfect <laughs> that'd be good.
0: all right so um then i i just want to say that uh Go, Team Incredible Hulk 340. You're doing yeah. a great job. It's been officially endorsed by Johnny in this episode, too. So keep going. Yeah. yeah.
3: So maybe uh, we're off next week for Father's Day. But the following week when we reveal the winner, it would be awesome if Johnny was able to hop into the show. Uh, he's limited on time as we do that at the beginning. So... Forward to maybe seeing
1: Johnny, for sure. Yeah. Do you hear that? That's that mystery noise. I don't know where that ever comes from, Kevin. What? It, seriously, you don't know what it is? I mean, that's been you know months, half a year where it pops up, and I have no idea what that comes from.
0: That's the first time I've ever noticed it, Mike. You know about that too?
3: I didn't hear it.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe that's why I've never noticed it before. I definitely heard it for the first time today. You know what it? You know what it sounded like? It sounds like if I were to vape right into the microphone.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought way back when. But then I quickly realized it wasn't happening, you know. So I don't know what that is. We don't have a vaping sound effect on the board, do we, Karen? Karen? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, though. We should do
2: that.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. So, Mike, what do you got? Not yet, not much. That's it for yeah.
3: you? I was so into the show. Yeah, I, I get I get so into the show that I forget for anything to recap. So, uh, um,
0: how about Daredevil is going to be a classic run for sure. it Seems, yeah. I mean, will that
3: uh, will anything come close to rivaling Frank Miller's run on Daredevil? <laughs> I think I may have mentioned that that maybe this will, you know, because it's a whole other generation reading it. Right, going to be right. up in with like Walt Simonson's Thor you know, runs that people look back. John Burns, Fantastic Four, something like that. So, right. Oh my god,
0: Karen's got a cool one. At least someone does. <laughs> yeah. Karen says for the podcast, people, Venom wins even with iceps.
1: <laughs> we'll see if he wins next time.
0: We'll see. See how this plays out. I, I, I'm, I'm super excited. Aside from the whole, obviously I'm biased for 340. I, I literally have loved this Cover Combat 4. I've, I've loved every one, but the Cover Combat 4 just has continued the tradition of awesomeness, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I work on getting, uh, getting that up on uh, Facebook. As soon as we're done here, I have some
3: work to do outdoors. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, actually I do too. So, um, the, I'll just close it. You you're done then too, Pat, right? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. It'd be cool oh, if Johnny yeah. was on here and
3: did this segment.
0: <laughs> okay, I, this might not be a close out because I I you know I, I've got Karen in the room for me, so she can yell at me with her eyes that she's got another one. Uh Tyler prefers President's Day over Valentine's Day, okay. <laughs> no, I think he said he prefers President's Day over. Halloween. Nice. That was good though, Karen. He prefers everything over Valentine's Day. He thinks Valentine's Day is just a stupid holiday apparently. <laughs> anyway, um, G.I. Joe fans and helicopter fans alike love the new Hasbro. And I can't even remember how I butchered uh, Yo-Jo June or whatever, but uh, stay. <laughs> Yeah, whatever it was. So stay tuned for more Yojo June. So that's it for me, Karen. Are you done? No. Okay, Karen. Oh, Karen, Karen's bringing the heat today. (laughs) What does clap mean? Have you guys heard that? What does clap mean, Ty? Clap? Yeah. (laughs) No, the acronym. I don't know. Oh, Kevin and Mike are failing at Peekaboo. Okay. That's true, because you mentioned it last week, and I wasn't tracking, and I mentioned it this week, and you weren't tracking. That's actually a good one, Karen. Nice job. All right. Will that do it, Karen? Karen's checking her notes. See see what you all should do. Check your notes. I take notes, but I doodle instead. Yes, I believe that's it. All right, so that's it. So we, uh, I think we did pretty good with the first preview previews, um, as far as time's concerned. I know we're over three now, but uh, we had uh, late start and all kinds of good stuff. I'm in PA, so you know I think uh, that'll be shaved under three for the next previews previews. So anyway, here we go. Uh, please like and comment on this video. Please like it right now I, before I go even further. Please like it. Thank you, and comment on this video as well as subscribe and hit that bell to get notifications. Uh, please subscribe to Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space on Spotify for podcasters or many other podcast providers. And please listen to the edited podcast of the live stream on Spotify. That will be posted later today or tomorrow. Um, I'm actually going to change that because I'm, since I'm NPA, it's going to be Monday. Because <laughs> I'm not doing it here today or tomorrow. Was to it was Monday. So anyway. Uh, follow Acceler Comics on Facebook Instagram and or Twitter and follow Xceler comics on TikTok and whatnot and watch our shows on the whatnot app weekdays 9pm Eastern Standard Time I don't actually have a show scheduled right now for you to bookmark I definitely will again by Monday uh, I, and I can say right now it's either going to be Tuesday or Wednesday for the first show depends on how Monday goes essentially uh, but I'll definitely be back for at least two shows, maybe three shows next week. So, again, check out the Whatnot app um, and check out what we have to offer on eBay at Acceler underscore comics and on our website, ExcellerComics.com. And then watch our next live stream on YouTube or Facebook, not next Saturday. We're skipping next week because of Father's Day, right? Correct. So we'll be here the following Saturday, 9.30 a.m. ish again, right? Yep. Works for me. Good for you, Pat. He's like, as far as I know, that far away, but he's muted. Oh, we can see that in his eyes. Okay. <laughs> but we're skipping next week to, uh, uh, to, uh, celebrate Father's Day. So, um, definitely check us out the week after. Stay tuned to our posts on Acceler uh, comics as to whether it'll be Saturday or Sunday or whatever the case may be. I'm loving Saturday though. So I'm in for that. So, right. Yep. I like Saturday. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Karen <laughs> and studio audience. Sorry. Uh, do y'all have anything else? Pat, Mike. I'm good. Mike, you good? All right, awesome. And thanks for, uh, we had uh, two or three different people chime in in the comments today. Uh, And uh, we really appreciate that. So come back every show and do the same. Love to see everybody commenting in uh, during the show so we can uh, uh, interact with them during the show. That's great. So, uh, but uh, until next time, don't forget. That appreciating great art is awesome and reading a great story is fun. So, why not pick up a comic book and do both? Accelerate.